the Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a Ratchet Studio audience. Wow. What in the hell is happening here? Why, 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 why? I'm running out of song. They not running out of trash. I'm turning in the future. Mm. good everybody you are listening to where's my 40 acres podcast hip-hop i think i thought i was gonna stop saying that ratchet shit commentary talk podcast we're doing this since like 2010 so let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode um i just got back from new york comic-con i'm trying to get my bones back in order my knee's still popping every other gym mm. yeah it's 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 a it's real it's real out there i don't know how y'all new york niggas do it y'all got y'all got calves of, of power and strength and holy healing and shit i don't know what y'all doing Y'all calves as hard as the street block. As hard as corner. Y'all got corner. Y'all got corner store calves. I don't know what's going on, bro. I mean, they have trash. Y'all got bodega calves. Some shit is real. Mm. I'm still in the trash everywhere. Mm. We're going to get to that. We're, we're going to get to that. But first, um, let me get the info for the show. So everybody listening, if you found us by accident, you don't already know. This is the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. I'm your host, Phenom Black. Joined by host Twan Burgundy and Miss Music Lover, Silent X Media is not here at the moment. We do this every week. We record on Wednesday nights. We drop them during the day on Thursday at some point. So just keep checking your feed. If you're not subscribed to the show, you can do that by going to iTunes, doing a search for Where's My 40 Acres, and you'll find us. If you're on any other podcast app, because somebody was like, well, do I have to use iTunes? You absolutely do not. If you, for some reason, just don't like Apple or Apples or whatever, then you can go ahead and use any podcast app. And all you have to do really is search for where's my 40 acres.com. Now, if you are technically savvy, then you can just straight up use the RSS feed. Where's my 40 acres.com slash feed slash podcast. Only nerds will remember that. 
And if you want a little bit of extra podcast, we do a premium network. I need to go ahead and post our review of Iron Fist. I am waiting for a particular date to post our half season review of Daredevil season three, which y'all will not see until next Friday. So not this Friday coming, which would be the day after tomorrow. If you listen to, or the day after today, if you listen to tomorrow, but it will be the 19th more than likely we'll get the other half of the season so we can go ahead and complete the other half of the review. So by the time that it drops on the 19th, on the 19th, people who are premium service members will have a full season review of Daredevil season three. I have seen the trailers and the previews. They have already spoiled the bullseye character, which I think was a mistake, but that's fine. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how people react now that they know who bullseye is since Netflix did not want to hold that bit of information. Um, yeah, I'm interested in seeing what people's feedback is for the first half of the season. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you'll you'll get to see what that's about. I, there's some other premium shows that I need to put up. Me and Ashley did a premium podcast for Napoli Ever After that I haven't put up yet, which is a movie on Netflix starring Sanaa Latham and her wig. And we probably need to do some other podcast episodes. I know Deidre... Her podcast, Crappier Killers, which is not a premium podcast anymore. That is its own network. You can find that on iTunes as well. Just search for Craft Beer Killer, K-I-L-L-A-H, and you'll find her podcast. Also follow her on Instagram. But um, you got a lot of podcasts from us. We are not a huge network of just different people doing a bunch of podcasts. We are three to four niggas, depending on the weekday, doing all of these shows for y'all. So show the love and the support. Join premium, help us out, help yourself out. You'll never have a boring day. All right. So, DJ, you you you're telling me this story. I'm not really gonna give any details on <laughs> the story that, that you were telling me about because it was off mic. But um, you got to a part about tantric yoga. Yeah, this already, already sounds good. And so. Uh... <laughs> Like I don't we don't we don't I don't want you to tell the story because I don't maybe that person one day will listen I don't want you I don't want right to like, I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the particular person or how it led up to this conversation but um, but this person um, told me that there is a, a an Atlanta tantric um, festival that will be happening next weekend and it's like hundred and fifty dollars for um, the weekend pass, and and if you purchase individually, it is a hundred hundred dollars, and it's saying that it has tantra, meditation, yoga, vegan food, all this stuff in this villa somewhere in Atlanta. I think somewhere in Grant Park area. But um, the also main thing why it's probably sold out and it's been going on for God knows how long is that you are naked the entire time. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, man, like, you, you paid you pay the pass, come for the weekend, but stay to come. <laughs> wow. Shut up! It, it, you, you, you really took a long drive there, sir. Like, that was... I, mean, I was just gone. Like, it was it was low-hanging fruit. I had to It was. It. it really wasn't. Was it low-hanging fruit, my nigga? Was it low-hanging fruit? Like, somebody had to do it. Uh-huh. All right? <sighs> hmm You just man-spread all over this story. What mm-hmm. So, Deidre is telling me this story, right? And she's talking about 
naked yoga. Listen, look, let me tell y'all something, okay? I feel like when niggas think of naked yoga, what y'all see is like these football player built niggas, strong thighs and butts and just 12 pack abs and just muscular beards, just beards everywhere, just flowing, oiled up, perfectly beards. No, no ad, nobody's ashy. Everybody's lotion. When you think of the women, you think of, you know, Coke bottle shape, you know, could feed a small village of starving kids, breast and just thighs that bear the children of gods and again, butts, juicy plump butts. It's a lot of lot of blunt, lot of lot of juicy, unashy asses. It's, it's a lot of juice. That's when what I, you just said. Mm-hmm. A lot of juice. A lot of juice. Mm-hmm. A lot of juice. Lot Juicing. Juice. These the healthiest mm-hmm. people you've ever seen. Um, you know, all natural hair, not a weave or a track in sight. Yeah. Except except they unless they run in track, because they all fit. Okay. <laughs> no lace fronts, no front in. All right. This, these descriptions. And that's not and and and, and in Erica Batoon on the hour every hour. I feel like this is what y'all see and hear and feel and all you smell is blackness. Vanilla oils and mango oils and Well, I mean, granted, there's gonna be a lot of African must there. Coconut so. vanilla. No, but but African must, the way they think it smells like the motherland to them. Like, like the it, clean freshness of musk. Yes. That's what we are. Yeah. That's what one would think. Yeah, you know. Niggas smell like Dior. Their natural body scent is Dior. <laughs> but black Dior, that's what y'all just know. Lavender, just smelling like black lavender, just clean and your chakras are aligned. Mm-hmm. A lot of chakras. And healthy, you know, lots just of, lots glowing. Of, lots of chakra. Okay, this is what y'all, and, 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 and for lunch you all sit around and you drink peach, peaches and the juice don't drip down your mouth. It's just a perfectly bit into peach just all these all these just vibrant fragrant smells right (laughs) that's that's not it that's none of that's it not even a tenth of that is it it's gonna be niggas there you might find some beards uh but it's gonna smell like ass it is going to straight up smell like ass not just sweat not just dick and vagina not the under part of the titty, not the flat crevices in between the balls. No, it's it's just going to all come together. A cumulative smell of yes. ass. And just think, it's probably, you know, since it's so natural, there's probably no AC. Because, you know, they do hot yoga and all that shit, too. They'll open the windows. That's about it, though. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And this is in Atlanta, all right? This ain't like on an island where you getting a breeze. It's in Atlanta. <laughs> you you might get you you might, you might get a a city whistle of a breeze coming through there like getting out there faster than that smell can stay in. I'm sorry. This idea of being around a bunch of naked people. I love my people. I do. But no. Nah. Cuz y'all know niggas don't wash, right? Mm-mm. Women don't wash right. Niggas don't wash right. Absolutely not. And then all them and then, crevices are just breathing on everybody. All them crevices and them little flaps and slits and the body. All the behind the ears are open now. All of them. 
I just, yeah. I don't, I'm sorry. And also, everybody's body is a body. I don't, if you thought it was going to be like a sculpted masterpiece of a body, you know, if, if you don't want to see certain things, well, it's yoga, motherfucker. You're going to see a lot of shit. You're going to, you know, it's going to be people. I'm sorry. If you look up and it looks like a porno, just ball swinging. <laughs> what, what stance? What is that called? Is that called an A stance? What is that? An upside down? Do it upside down, V. What stance is that? A stank one. Where it's some niggas unshaven balls just testicling in front of your face. And, and then people don't like they don't wipe their ass correctly. Nigga. Oh, and you know, also just like we were talked about, you know, you have the ones that feel like you know everything has to be natural including their deodorant mm. you know they don't they don't believe in you know suave and secret and degree and then you also have the ones that don't feel like you know mm. that that it blocks their natural body odor by default so they don't do any type of deodorant or soap I hate people who talk about I want to be natural and they don't use like I don't use chemical you know chemicals are natural as fuck like, <laughs> they are out there. <laughs> like you need to go ahead and use them, so we ain't got to be all funky together. Also, some of y'all just naturally mm-hmm. stink. So yes, don't nobody want to be. It's offensive. It's a if if I go two days without showering, I naturally stink. Humans stink. All right, mm-hmm. we are a smelly breed. All right, y'all niggas need to use some soap. Get some Dove in your life. Go Irish springing. I don't know what you need to do, but you need to do it. Axe it down. It's, I'm sorry. Cress it up. It's un or Caesar or whatever that soap was that your mama had back in the day that you weren't supposed to touch. All right. Don't fuck around though. Act like you ain't got to wash yourself. This is, I'm sorry. But y'all want to go yeah. do split, split limbs open yoga together <laughs> in the humidity heat of Atlanta. Because it's still hot down here. Because, because and y'all want to pay somebody to do it too. Like <laughs> I, I feel like if you do it, if you do a naked yoga, it's because you got robbed and you tried to get up. That's the only time I'm doing naked yoga. I'm struggling to get up, and it looks like I'm doing a headstand or whatever. I don't know what the position is called—a struggle frog. I don't know. I don't know. A hurt armadillo. What are, What are those positions called? I don't know. I'm trying to get up after somebody whooped my ass and took my clothes. That's the only time you go see me doing struggle yoga. Mm. Naked yoga at that. Naked motherfucking yoga. We talk about white people, but man, we be out here trying to do the whitest shit sometimes. <laughs> Naked yoga. Naked I didn't yoga. even know that. Like, I, I knew about the whole hot yoga because, you know, I've heard people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, and I was like, that just sounds uncomfortable. Like, you come out extra sweaty? Like, that just... Mm. It says like a hundred degrees in there. That just sounds like not my cup of tea. But you know, whatever floats your boat. But yeah, the fact that I mean, I'm not surprised Atlanta has something like this. Um, but just none of it sounds like something I want. And then to give you a hundred and fifty dollars, a hundred and fifty dollars for this. I can stretch naked at home. It's for it's for the experience. Free ninety nine, you could do all that for free ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You could bring all them same niggas from that that same festival to your house for free ninety nine. Absolutely not. Y'all in there smell I, like 
Post Malone and shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and you know what the $150 is for? It's for scrubbing that room down after each session. They got to bring in a professional pressure wash cleaning crew. Get that funk up out of there. They got to light the most expensive candles you can find in Hobby Lobby. <laughs> it's just, nah, man. I'm sorry. This is bullshit. It's not enough for breeze for your ass. <laughs> you need to get out of here. Nigga spraying their dick with polo and they're walking up in there like, I'm ready to stretch. Oh, mm. this is just all the funk. Think about all the gas, though, man. You like, you know, yoga just going. You put your body in, in in weird position, man. Naturally, <laughs> gas ensues. You know, so you're just gonna be like, there ain't gonna be no fabric blocking it. Just straight up busted by the person in front of you. And let's be real. When has fabric ever blocked gas anyway? It ain't. It doesn't. It doesn't. So if that's what shit smells like when it's coming through <laughs> fabric, can you imagine what it smells like when it just got a full open air to go through? You're not even gonna hear it though. You're gonna be spread wide open. Go, That's it. <laughs> free that shit. That shit free floating ass. Just <laughs> Oh my god, is that West now? What is that? <laughs> what is that smell? Oh my gosh. Look at that. They're gonna have a naked masquerade. I'm going through their Instagram mm-hmm. for the festival. Dollar bills that women forgot they stuffed in their bra just falling out during the expos or some shit. I just, girl, I done found $20 in this position. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> 20 sweaty ass dollar. Oh my lord. That's what happened I to my Uber money. Mm-mm. So they have a clothing optional pool. You can leave your swimsuit on, gold topless, or bask in the buff. I blame Issa Judge- and Nathan for this. Judgments are left on the porch before you enter the estate. Nigga, why do people say judgments are left on the porch? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go and they go pick that judgment right back up on their way out in Instagram. <laughs> so And then they have Tantric Sex Basics Workshop. They have one of those. You know, of course you're going to be doing this with somebody you don't know, these these sex po- basic poses. They have one called the Yab Yum. Don't it's the symbol of divine union. Mm-hmm. Sound like some shit a nigga told a woman to get in. <laughs> it allows both lovers to be equal, upright, <laughs> sacred, and heart to heart. Girl, you ever had a Yab Yum? No! <laughs> take you out for a little I'm like some hotel nigga stuff let me take you out for a little movie and popcorn and then bring you back to my place you can drive us back to my place for some yab yum some peaches and cream let me bathe you we can do tantric (laughs) yoga we can name our future children Quanisha and Ladisha Dishia mm-hmm Oh, this is so funny. And they're eating vegan food. Oh, my God. You know how much gas going to be around there? And you got the lettuce cleaning you out. Oh, that broccoli. Nah. 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 You you sitting there going to be doing yoga, hot yoga, and it's going to be straight fiber in your diet. (laughs) Mm. Just all the fiber. That's right. Is that how you align your chakras? 
Just spread the cheeks and let one out. That's Sh- how you line Shitrus. Sure, sir. Shitrus. Shitrus. That's how you align your shitrus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not what y'all think it is. It's just not. You know, I'm tired. I am tired of television showing us beautiful ass black people with perfect island bodies doing naked shit together and everybody being like, that's my dream. <laughs> By holding a bag of rallies, slipping a sipping a Wendy's Frosty sitting on the couch. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. You're not the mold. You would you do not fit the prototype. Don't do that. Mm-mm. Using a I, I, using a mm-hmm. coin a, a dollar using a, a fifty cent coin size piece of soap in the shower to wash your whole body. Talking about I'm about to go do tantric yoga. Mm-mm. Gives new meaning to the words "thank on you." Bye. Like you know what it smells like in here, Atlanta. It smells like oh, Atlanta in here. Good grief! Mm, that was a peach tree fart right there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Can you imagine being a woman? You getting hollered at by a naked ass nigga? Hey, hey, <laughs> and a funky one at that. Mm. Hey, girl. But you know what? You know what? It that, it might level the playing field because a woman gonna know exactly what you working with right there. <laughs> you gonna try to holler and she gonna embarrass you. You know how many <laughs> niggas gonna give a fuck though? They, they gonna see titties and ass. That's it. And pussy. That's not, that's it. Listen, I'm I'm just gonna keep one hundred. I feel like if you are doing naked yoga as a nigga, <laughs> then you already know what you're working with. That's why you do it in the first place. Like you are a you are a dick pic master. <laughs> you like listen, listen. I ain't got no job. I I don't cook, but I got this dick, and I'm going to tantric yoga with it. Somebody leaving with a baby. I don't think I just don't think that's a worry. I don't think that's a worry. I don't think niggas walk up in there and be like, I hope they don't make fun of my penis. <laughs> I don't think that's how Tantra Yoga works in Atlanta. Think every nigga in there just got problematic dick. <laughs> they just all got big as, as Cook would say, they all got big dick energy. <laughs> Ain't accomplished nothing else but babies. And unemployment. And I hope they don't think they can uh, yoga their STDs away because it doesn't work like that either. You can stretch out clit. You can stretch. You can stretch out chlamydia. <laughs> you. It just doesn't stretch, and then it just pops off. You like, gotta do I'm the, cured. You gotta like do the herpes just don't pop off. Like you know, mm. it doesn't work like that. You know how many natural bumps and shit people have all over their body? Like I know y'all be following Instagram honeys and. Well, I don't know what y'all call Instagram niggas. Is they Instagram bays or whatever? I don't know what y'all call them. But they have makeup on. There's camera angle and lighting. Like, it's a whole and lot of work that goes into all kinds of stuff. Right. The only thing that those people don't invest in is a nice place to shoot their pictures because they all shoot them in the hallway, the kitchen, the bathroom, their bedroom corner. You know, you know, shooting pictures for Instagram, professional pictures is hard. When you go get up in this naked tent, you're going to see blemishes and booty bumps and. White hairs. Oh, and then you know there's gonna be so just like you said some unkept, like yeah, like hair bumps. Oh, is that a hair? Bullet? Is that a just hair? Oh, 
All over the floor, too. Somebody got to sweep that shit up. Ugh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. I think women think tantric yoga and all they see is like a room full of Daniels. <laughs> That's all they be like. It's a, it's a room full of Daniels. It'll be a room full of rails. And no, it'll be a room of fuck ass droves. Is what it's gonna be. Yeah, it's a lot of women that like dro. So he looks like a seahorse, and he's a fuck nigga. A seahorse yoga, fuck nigga, seahorse yoga. <laughs> All right, we've been on this way too long. This is just I just need y'all to understand. If you're gonna pay one hundred fifty dollars, know what you're getting. <laughs> know what you're getting. Okay. But but Fina, what if we actually walk up in there and it is a bunch of running back looking niggas? Well, I, you, well that's $150 well spent, ma'am. Get your fun on. <laughs> All right. But I just don't think it's going to be like that. No, I personally can, I can make use of that $150 someplace else. Mm. <laughs> it don't stink. I like to spend $150 where it don't stink. That's how it is. So, uh, oh boy, jump ship real quick. Deidre, when the fuck did you get okay? So, you got a PS4, like, <laughs> you can't just yeah, be posting this shit. We got a group text, like a group chat, like that we do show information, check out, check and see if everybody's alive and shit. You can't just be posting PS4 shit in the chat without being like, oh, hey, y'all, I got a PS4. Just, yeah, I like my brother. My brother got it for me, and um, he got me Injustice, and it came with a Star Wars game, I think. Battlefront, probably Battlefront Two or something, probably. Sure, that that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been sitting like it, like as soon as he did it, he uh, plugged it up, and I just never was like, oh, let me start playing it. So. Last weekend, I was like, let me start playing this. And, you know, I was setting everything up on my uh, my TV and all that stuff. And then, you know, that's when the Fortnite thing, it just kind of popped up. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize Fortnite was free. I love this. I didn't... You didn't realize what was free? What is it? Fortnite? Fortnite? <laughs> for the night? For the night? <laughs> she said Fortnite, Fortnite, for the night. Fort. Night, like building a concrete fort. jungle night, whatever it's called. Fortnite, fight a nigga night. But I downloaded it and then I was like, Oh, I don't know what the hell am I doing. So that's why I text y'all. She, what did, <laughs> what did you text me exactly? You text me first. I was like, What do you do with the ass? <laughs> you said, No, you didn't. That's not what you said. She said, I'm playing Fortnite. How do I swing? And I was like, <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, first of all, what is she playing Fortnite on an Android on her phone? Like, which you can. Fortnite is on every system at this point. So I'm like, oh, she must have it on her tablet. And I'm like, well, that laptop you got this year is a Windows too. So maybe you got Fortnite on your laptop. I'm like, cause she ain't got no gaming system that can do Fortnite. And he was like, I got a PS4. I'm like, wait a minute, how do we just jump from <laughs> I got a PS4 to Fortnite? Then you talking about how do I swing? So I'm and I'm on the train coming back from New York. When you send me this, about to get off, like my stop is literally two minutes away. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Let, let me let me get off the train first. Let me get my bag and this shit together so I don't forget nothing and get off the train and then we'll figure out what fucking swinging you talking about. 
because I'm like, there's no swinging in Fortnite. Right? I'm thinking because I've been playing Spider Man. I'm thinking when I hear swinging, I'm thinking web swinging. I'm, you know, and you said swinging in Fortnite. What the fuck is she talking about? So then I look at your text later, and you like, I'm hiding behind a tree. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm doing because I didn't. Because it's kind of like you you get on the bus and then you you know jump off the bus mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> I see the little arrows of the other people, and I saw so I was like, well, let me hide behind this tree, and then I have this axe. <laughs> And I was like, do I swing the axe at you? Like, I don't know. She said, how do I swing the axe? So, I, so like, basically, she can go swing it on somebody. Okay, Deidre, we paint this picture for you. In Fortnite, like you said, it's 100 people on the bus every match. And all of y'all jump out. Yeah, uh-uh. I didn't even know it was 100 people. It's 100. Yep, yeah, there's a counter that shows you how many people are alive throughout the whole match, right? Every time somebody dies, it goes down. Um. So you jumped out the bus with a hundred people across the whole map, right? So mm-hmm. the world is big enough so that you were able to hide behind a tree the whole match. Because <laughs> if it was smaller, you wouldn't have been able to hide. Somebody would have found your ass. <laughs> but um, so you land, and the whole point of it is to get a weapon as quick as possible, get materials as quick as possible, so you can defend yourself and so you can shoot people. If you were to look at the the counter for the amount of people that are in a match when it begins, you'll see that number drop from 100 to about 50 in like two minutes. That's because people hit the ground and instantly start killing each other. People drop in. There are certain places on the map which are more popular. So more people go there and there are a limited number of weapons. So they fight for the weapons to kill each other. And now, I think I drop with, I always drop like away from everybody. Cause I'd be like, uh, I see these arrows. <laughs> I don't see anybody. Oh, I see a tree. So I figured out how to swing the ax to get wood. Which is a button. It's just one button. <laughs> and then I figured out that, oh, I can swing and hit the, and then I can swing and hit the, I think the trucks or whatever. You can. It sets off and the then, alarm. But you can, which huh? um, it sets off alarms, which alerts people where you are. So then they come looking for you. But oh, yes, you can do that. No one ever did so far. Maybe because I was so far and away. I think you were real far away. And then um, I think that I tried it like three, four times. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to ingest this. But I found some guns and some potions on an island. I love this. Some potions. You Blue potions. Sure. Yeah, it was shield. It was shield. So, so there are guns, there are potions. There's just a bunch of shit. Your axe is to cut down wood, brick, and metal because you can build with three different materials wood, brick, or metal. Wood goes up the fastest for protection, brick goes up almost as fast now. And then there's a metal which takes longer to go up, but takes longer to come down. Right? So, wood is the easiest thing to get shot down. Brick is second and then metal. Um, <laughs> at this point, though, you're like, how do I swing the axe? The, the axe does 10 damage. If a person hits the ground and they find shields, which typically happens, you start off with 100 points of life. Shield can get you up to 200. So if you would have ran up on somebody with that axe and tried to hit them with it, 
if you were able to hit them, you would have done 10 points of damage out of 200. <laughs> they would have lit your ass up. <laughs> Shot you right in the fucking face. <laughs> like, who is this crazy person running around this late in the match with their axe? And I was like, I want to watch her play. Because I just want to watch. <laughs> I just, I just want to watch. It was nothing to play because I was like going through water and all this other shit. And then I like every time I eliminated myself because that remember I told you the storm surge just came through. Yeah. And then I was like, why am I like hovering over? Like what's going on? But you never yeah. so there's a so on the map at the top of the screen, it shows you a timer for when the storm will start moving. So usually it's like two minutes for you to kind of dick around and do whatever you want to. And then when that hits like two minutes, you'll see this circle on the map will shrink to a certain size. And the rest of the outside of it is purple. That's the storm. And it's basically showing you that it'll put up a new timer and it'll say two minutes. And what that means is two minutes before that purple part descends across the whole outskirts of that white circle all right so it's shrinking every time you hear that boop like in the air like that alarm mm -hmm. that's the storm shrinking and if you look at your map you'll see a line that's showing you which direction to run to get to safe area before the strong the storm shrinks enough that you get caught in it and it starts to kill you and that's to make it so that people like you who are hiding behind trees at the edge of the map <laughs> Don't make the match last forever because people can't find your ass. They like, oh, it's two, it's one person left. Like, yeah. like, yeah, where that, is she? That that match where you said you got second place, you realize the person in first place was just sitting in the safe zone. Like, I don't know where the other motherfucker is. I guess I'm a win. Oh, so, so you did get second place in the match. I live. I on all of them. I got like second place. <laughs> Somehow she managed not to run into anybody <laughs> for three <laughs> matches, dog. That's why I was. What, what does it mean when it says season? That season six, level three. So that's just you just leveling up. Every time you play a match, you get points. Even if you die, you actually get points for living longer than other people. Even if you don't kill anybody, they give you points for being like second, despite the fact that you didn't do shit. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, every every um, ten weeks. Uh, Fortnite does a new season. So season five just ended like three weeks, two two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. So season six and every season you pay $10. And what it does is they give you challenges and you get loot. So there are a hundred tiers that open up. The more you play the game, the more points you get. And every time you reach a certain level in a tier, you get items like aesthetic items, nothing that'll actually help you win a match or anything. Like, you, oh. you know, you get different clothes, different backpacks, different types of axes. They have music now. You get different dances, stickers, all types yeah. of goofy shit. Yeah, the dances were corny. I was like, okay, why are we doing this? There's and a bunch I of noticed... dances. <laughs> it's like 50 Yeah, dances. I know. I hit, I, I hit, and I said, okay, let me remind myself not to hit this button. And then I remember, like, when I first started the game, I was a black woman. And then they changed me to this white woman. It was a, It's the default. So you're using what's called the default again? So everybody knows that you're a new player. So they they would absolutely either you're a troll or you're you're a troller or you're a new player. There are people who are veterans in the game 
who will put on the default skin just so people think that they're new and they'll get they'll try to run up on them and shoot them and then they'll get easier kills by killing those people who are stupid. Or you could so actually why was I a black woman. Skin. That's one of the default skins. It just randomly chose that. No, I would yeah. to be black. I mean, you can change it to be just the black woman every time. But that's the mm. default skin. So Okay. Yeah. So Yeah, so that was interesting. And then look, I played because I cut on Spider-Man while you were playing Justice Injustice. I know I played Spider-Man for like 45, 50 minutes. I cut it off. You were still playing Injustice. I was like, shit. She really played yeah, storyline. I was doing the um I was going through the story because I didn't realize it was a story. Yeah, and they make you play every player, so you gotta learn how to play with everybody. Yeah, with bitch ass green lightning. I was like, oh green lightning? Green lantern? Lantern, whatever his name is. He, he was annoying. He's you mean fighting him or actually playing with him? Playing with him. Playing with that nigga was annoying. <laughs> green lantern can fight. That motherfucker got moves. He was getting on my nerves, but I'm I'm at level seven, I think. I don't know what seven. that means. <laughs> I just played the story just to play it. Yeah, I I can't remember, but yeah, I'm not, I just know it said something like or chapter seven or whatever, but um, that's what I'm on as of now. But the story's actually not bad. I don't remember I don't know it. was going on, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember it. It was I just wanted to get it beat so I could get all the yeah. way through and unlock everybody. If if you want, you could go. There's a comic book for the whole first five years before the game and after. Yeah. <laughs> Ground Zero is the after one. I read the first ones. Injustice. I did Injustice 2. I gotta read Injustice 2. And the first in the, mm. the before Injustice, the story is dope. That Ground Zero shit was weird though. It kept following Harley Quinn and it was just out there. Like I like Harley Quinn, but I didn't appreciate the comics that were based around it. I didn't, I didn't really like that shit. But everything See, before was dope. I don't know DC, so I think that's why I was like, I don't know what's really going on. But. Well, Injustice is its own spinoff DC story, like their own version of Batman, Joker, Superman, and everybody else. Essentially, uh, the Joker killed Lois Lane, and then Batman killed the Joker. And I'm mean, not Batman, sure. Superman killed the Joker, and now Superman is evil, and Batman is good, and they fighting. That's pretty much I mean, in each ba- of them. Batman that's what it Bat- is. Oh. Batman doesn't change. Batman no, he's is still Batman. Yeah, he's still the same. Uh, but Superman is like, you know, we let these people go too much. Shit happens. Because look, he killed Lois, but he also nuked all of Metropolis. Yes. So like millions of people died, plus Lois, and Lois was pregnant with Superman's son. Yeah, and so, he just punched a hole oh. through the Joker as the Joker yeah, was laughing. The Joker just punched a hole in his, in his, he punched a hole in the Joker's chest. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, like, Superman was like, you know what? New world order. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. He turns into a totalitarian state and yeah. the rest of He goes of to it, the countries. He's like, yo, y'all gonna stop war or it had to deal with me. Pretty much. And they tr- they tried for like the first they year. Tried. They tried. And it it just doesn't work because he is all about killing people. And basically they create mm-hmm. their own like sentinels which go around and stop people from doing crimes. But yeah, he basically like becomes a dictator of the whole world. And Batman tries every dirty thing possible to take him down. I mean, as far as like going to hell to get the devil and Hades and shit and 
dealing with Constantine and all the magical stuff. It is a oh yeah, you got gods in there because you know oh yeah, there's a there. whole just like a whole like, season. Zeus is in there just on the gods, like trying yeah. and and wow. them not fucking with Superman either. They like fuck Superman and then Superman beats the shit out of Thor or Zeus yeah. or something, and it's like, well, he's cool. I'm gonna leave him alone now because he's he's an angry person. Yeah, he's an angry it's, son it's god. It's 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 a lot. Like 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 I I. I I read the whole thing. And I was like, man, like even wow. at point, even at points, Batman was like, I don't know, I keep doing this shit, bro. They literally had to go into hiding. <laughs> like, all, yeah, like Batman, all of them like, had to go into hiding. Batman had some Batman had some people with him, you know, that was like that was like ride or die. But they were like, man, like how long Batman go keep this shit, up? bro? Bro, when, when Batman Aquaman Batman had plans on top of plans on top of plans on top of plans, and all them shits didn't work. No, bro, it just it gets so intricate. Like fucking fucking Aquaman tried to get Buck at one point with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is like smacked his ass down. Like at the wrong time, he tried to get crazy. Like it was like, bro, chill out. Go go back under the water. Chill out. Mm. Batman's like, you got to help me. He's like, oh, I got a Sea Kingdom to protect. I'm out. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like Superman. Superman is above land. He is y'all's problem, not mine. (laughs) I'm going deep sea. Peace out. But yeah, there's a there's like a whole comic book story. It's really interesting. It's it's a real. I thought it was really good. No, it is. It's, it is very. It's yeah, very it's crazy well written, and it's a fun. It's a fun thing to hear all the characters. I mean, because they go, they go back and get characters. You know, like characters I had to go look back up again. God, when they got Bizarro Superman, <laughs> he just like running around haphazardly. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, there's like a there, oh my god, I hate saying it. there's a like a mentally challenged Superman, like a special super, yeah. a special he head was, Superman. He was a clone, and then it didn't really come all the way, so they call him Bizarro Superman because yeah. he's like dumb, very yeah. Like he even dumb. like like in the comic, he was uh in the Justice Jug. The dude, okay, the dude was like, you kind of you look exactly like Superman, but kind of also he said he was like he said me Superman. Make me costume, so he made him a costume, and he was standing in the mirror looking at it. And he said, "The costume wrong, the costume wrong." He's like, "No, the costume is right." He's like, "The S is backwards," and he was looking in the mirror. Yes. So the dude reversed the S. He was like, "Yeah," and that's how you know it's Bizarro because Bizarro has a reverse S so when he flies around. Oh, like how? Um, who has a reverse S? Um, what's the guy's? I can't remember. I totally forgot. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it's. It's somebody that Shazam. Oh, Safari. So what? Safari has a reverse S. He would. He would definitely be a tantric yoga. Huh? <laughs> he would absolutely like, be a tantric yes, yoga. He has a reverse S. She pulled this That's, out of nowhere. Wait, let me find it. He shows. <laughs> no, don't find it. No, no, don't go find it. No, go find that. No, I don't want to see. I don't want to. I don't want to see his two. Don't I, go I find just, it. I just want to like. I just want to know if he is. You know, it might be bizarre. Because supposed to be so for, what is his little thing? Stunt gang or whatever. Is it the actual like Superman is? I think so. But it's backwards. Because hmm. mm-hmm. when he looked in the mirror, it. it wasn't facing the right way. Wait, this is one of his cups. Let me see if I can. What in the world is happening right now? Huh? Huh? Why are we looking at his back with us? 
that's what I always remember seeing. I was like, what in the world? The backwards ass. I put it in the chat. Oh, is that my. what you mean? The, the backwards ass? Or... That is an upside down ass, but sure. That's that's completely is upside down. Is it like down. that? It's upside down, I believe, but yes. Sure. Mm. Just flip the cup up. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it, it's right. Who would, why, why would you buy this? Like, why would anybody buy this? <laughs> Does it already come with Kool-Aid in it? Like, why would somebody buy this? You don't, you wouldn't want a stunt game. I don't want, no, no, no. I don't stunt when I be drinking. I just like to drink. That's all I want to do. None of it sounds appeasing. Absolutely not. <laughs> want no safari cup. Want no damn safari cup. Oh boy, this is so funny. But yeah, you playing uh, you you playing PS4 is. We need some injustice videos. We have to teach you how to record videos on your PS4 so you can share them with people. Yeah, you are gonna have to show me all that stuff. It's a bunch of stuff you. There's a bunch of cool stuff you can do. Whole bunch okay. of cool stuff. All right. Um. Hmm. Let's see. Uh. Oh boy, New York. Um. So yeah. We did New York Comic Con this week. Interviewed some people. Um, was it uh, Laura Velez, um, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, John Hamm? We went. They did a press screening for uh, Bad Times at the Earl Royale, which is fucking amazing. Definitely go see that. And John mm-hmm. Hamm was there along with Drew Goddard, and uh, Kaylee Spinet plays a little crazy girl in it. If you just want to see uh, Chris Hemsworth do creepy. 70s dances then uh, bad times at the air royale is absolutely something you need to go see it is he is really really demented in that movie um he plays evil very well let's see we went to a brisk venom party that was cool because they had free liquor and food they had dudes making real ice cream on the spot and then like what random shits and putting them in little waffle cone treat cups and giving them to us it was that was where Charlemagne was. Did y'all did you see that when I put that on Facebook? Uh-uh. So Charlemagne was at the Brisk Venom party we went to. Mm-hmm. And we walked in. And like I so I'm come we coming in with full equipment. I got my cameras out. I walk in and then uh Joy was with us and Joy was like, Charlemagne's over there. And I was like, excuse me. And I looked at the corner and this nigga this nigga is standing like probably five feet away from us. And I'm like, Oh boy. I have so many questions, <laughs> but I'm not about to ask them. Because he is a really big bodyguard. That he is a really big dreadlock bodyguard. I'm like, nope. I ain't scared of Charlemagne, but I'm, he is really? a, I forgot what his I forgot what his bodyguard's name is. Juice or something. It's it's he got one of them bodyguard names. He is it's one word. Very easy to remember. It's like an everyday word. You remember every day if you see him, you kick your ass, you say the wrong thing to Charlemagne. So I'm just like, mm. But yeah, he was there uh, for iHeartRadio. I guess uh, helping promote the event or whatever. And it was it was funny watching people take pictures with him. It's just like, yeah. He does have the face makeup on in real life. So if y'all are wondering. Yeah. 
other than that, it was um, I mean, it was a cool little event. Um, I started randomly taking pictures of people, and it's so weird what people will say to you while you're taking their pictures. Like one one couple, I took a picture of them. They both was high as fuck, so they didn't they didn't know what was going on, but they was happily taking a picture. One guy bumped into me when I had my camera. He was like, "Oh, it's a cool camera," and then he looked at my shirt. He I had on my F Society shirt, which is from Mr. Robot, and he said, "Oh man, that shirt dope as fuck." You know they canceled the show, right? And that pretty much ruined my night because I didn't know that Mr. Robot got canceled. Seriously? Before the final fucking season. Season four is the last season. So um, USA, why are you doing another 4400 USA? Why did you cancel the show before it's the last season? You know what? It it must be a change of guards because they canceled uh, Colony too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck you, like, USA. And, and, and like right before, like like at, in fact, I think people found out as the season, like right before the season finale, that's trash. It came out that it was uh it was getting canceled. Why are we canceling shows when they on their last season? Why? Just let the last you season might, happen. Let it play out. Just let, let it, it happen. Finish. Just let it finish, so you can have a whole complete DVD box set to sell at the end. Nobody wants a without the ending DVD box set. When the end is never coming, forty four hundred. I'm still waiting for forty four hundred to end, but it never will. It never will end. And USA is doing it again. They canceled Mr. Robot. By the way, I haven't verified this information, so I could be fucking wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope so too. Because dude was like, "I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to fuck it up for you. I thought you knew, I, nigga. I did not know. I'm here to take you, happy you, pictures." You, you say that you just gave him that look, like. No, I said, nigga, you fucked up my whole night. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, so what? season four is coming. It is going to end on season four, though. All right. Just, just, just wait. What? So this is. I, I see why he thought this. Now the articles say Mr. Robot canceled to end with season four. This, that's wrong. Flip that. It that's, will end with season four. The thing is done. Right, they're done. Like, well, maybe they weren't done. Maybe they thought they was. Maybe they thought they weren't done, but they are done now. Okay, some shows are supposed to end. They're not supposed to go on forever. Mister Robot wasn't supposed to go on forever. Yeah, Mister Robot had a story. Yes, Sam Ismail likes for things to end. Okay, so God, Jesus Christ, I was scared for a second because I could have swore they announced that season four was coming, and then this nigga told me it was canceled. I know what you look like, nigga. I took your picture. I don't appreciate you lying to me like that. <laughs> Had me over here upset. But then I went upstairs and I took a picture of one couple. And then my bag hit a black woman because I had my big camera bag on and hit this black woman sitting at this table with her family. And they was like, that's a big old ass bag. You know, black people. That's a big old ass bag. You got there. I said, I got to work. I got work to do. I got to work. And they was like, you gonna take our picture? I said, yeah, I'll take y'all picture. Of course, they put on the black, the back, the black family pose up in the club. Took so their picture, they started talking to me. They all want cards. Luckily, I had my fucking business card, so I started handing them out. Then another girl walked into my bag, and her boyfriend was also like, that thing, he said, damn backpack. And they after that, they started calling me backpack every time they saw me. <laughs> I don't went somewhere and got a nickname. Took day picture, then another girl tapped me on the show. She said, hey, can you take our picture? So it just turned into a fucking photo fest at that point. I'm just taking people pictures while they drinking. They had a Hennessy Venom drink. What? They had a drink 
that was the color of venom, and it and it was labeled on the front Hennessy, which means the liquor they was using in it was Hennessy. So all the niggas mm. were drinking this, and it was actually good. It was actually a good drink. Hmm. Did these people think that you were going to give them a picture? No, they knew I was taking pictures. Like for the event, see it somewhere. They were so they took the card. So they they were like, "Where can we see our pictures at?" And I gave them my business card. Which, by the way, I got to post these pictures. I gave them my business card so they could (laughs) see the pictures. Yeah, I've been working on other pictures, man. Like I've been working on other pictures. I've been editing hundreds of pictures since I got back. I ain't had time to go through the Venom pictures. So it was it was a nice little event though. It was cool. Um, I can't remember what whiskey company it was. But they were doing a special Game of Thrones whiskey. And I was not able to make it to the event in time because somebody that listens to our podcast was working there. And they hit me up on Instagram. It was like, yo, you know, we got this event going on. Y'all might want to swing by. They got a press hour. And press gets a free bottle. And free it's bottle? This, yes, a free bottle. It's this ice, this ice king. It's this ice king whiskey that they're doing. This special Game of Thrones edition whiskeys they're doing all these different flavors and we got a bottle but i didn't get there in time because i was interviewing brian tyree henry so i had to make a decision do i want liquor or do i want to talk to paperboy i can't do both i chose to talk to paperboy just how it goes they did they showed us 13 minutes of dark phoenix i didn't see it Cause I didn't care. <laughs> I was about to just ask. No, you about no, that. no. From what I heard, Jennifer Lawrence is the leader of the X Men. They went into space, and the X Men are held. You know, like that scene in Batman versus Superman where Superman lands and they all like chanting and everybody want to touch him and they love him. That's yeah. what the that's what the X Men are now. In this universe, where in the last film they literally were trying to kill all the X Men. Literally, uh, like that's it's their job. And now they're the heroes. Yes, they're the hero. Beloved, they're. I mean, the pres. They said the president has an X Men phone. Nigga, like the Adam West Batman dog. That he has an X. So like phone. they're basically trying to like, and I even saw with the costumes. So like they're basically trying to make this like the old school. Um, what's it called? Like the old school X Men when it first came out. That's I guess what they're making it like. I, I guess. Honestly, they don't think they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> that's what I think. That's I think, what the uh, that's what the uh, the uh, what's it called the uniforms look like. Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite part was listening to Chris explain how Quicksilver is able to run in space. I thought that was uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, how is he able to do that? <laughs> Somehow he is able to move extremely fast in space. I mean, uh, yeah, because fuck physics. I mean, just where'd you get? I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. if he could listen to music in space too. Like I'm trying to figure out. Like I'm trying to like I don't. You know what? I don't even. Know, I, don't, I don't know enough to think about it. Like to try to prove why he can or can't. <laughs> like I hold on. I don't even... You don't have to think, Twan, because in the last film, remember he stood in one spot and the world moved in slow motion still for him. So. It's not about speed. He just can see the world in slow motion and run really fast. 
It's not about momentum or motion or acceleration or velocity or anything. None of those speed I, things. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> but back to where you are at. I don't care. Yeah, I just don't care. No care. At all. Um, I, I have to give props to New York, though, man. Y'all still got Chipotle's that have Spanish people working in them, which means y'all Chipotle's are good because... What? DC absolutely has replaced all the Spanish people in the Chipotle's with these little spoiled-ass white kids. Who needed a job after school because their parents told them they need to work to be responsible and stuff. That's right. So now Chipotle, responsibility. Now Chipotle is a trash. <laughs> They're just trash. Um, Brian Tyree Henry in the interview where I was talking to him, I gotta edit that and put it up. In the interview where I'm talking to him, I basically went down the list of all the films and the shows that he's been in this year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I was like, damn, you just doing everything, huh? You just like Fucking, I'm taking everything. And he went, he said, why not? White people do that all the time. Hell yeah. He said, white people do this shit all the time. Hell yeah. And I was like, yep, this is going to be a good interview. He just came, he came straight nigga out the gate. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to uh, Widows. Yes. Yeah, Widows looks like. Him being, him being a bad guy with, uh, was it, uh, it Daniel Kalua? Daniel, Daniel, him and oh, Daniel yeah. play cops. Yeah, like, like they just look. Yeah, I believe they play bad cops because he plays uh, Jefferson Davis, Miles Morales' dad, and in Into the Spider Verse, which is what they were there for. He does the Ooh. voice for that character, Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, he does the voice for that. He does the voice for Jefferson Davis. Yep. Ah, uh, I just love that part. He <laughs> said, "He said, like, I like this is embarrassing. Your dad's already a cop, so you know people try to probably go joke you on that shit, but then." You got to deal with this nigga being like, say I love you over the loudspeaker. Bruh. Like, nah, dad. You can't do that, dad. It's, so it's it's weird. Childish Gambino played uh, the Prowler in Homecoming, which is yeah, Miles yeah. Morales' uncle. And yeah, yeah. Brian Tyree Henry is voicing Jefferson Davis in Enter the Spider-Verse, which is Miles Morales' dad. So these uh, Atlanta niggas just be cooking. They, they just cooking. cooking all up on Marvel right now. I'm yes, it's very dope. And of course, Zazie is Domino. And she's like the best mm-hmm. thing about Deadpool too. Like that's the one thing that everybody loved. Agreed upon that oh, she yeah. was a very good Domino. I finally watched that movie. It was very good. Yep. So that was um a, a, a oh, sh- hmm. I was gonna say uh, random. Did you finish Spider Man? Who? No, the game? No, 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 no. Oh my god, I heard me finish. I, I'm so, I'm sorry, man. I'm trying to one hundred percent all of these uh these these trickster things. So it's taking me a while. I gotta get gold in all of them. I can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop getting these golds. Yeah, these I just tricksters. I think I well, I stopped playing once I got the platinum trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see who else was there. Um Ashanti went with us. She was kind of doing her own little New York thing. And she came mm-hmm. back one night with these wings. She said they were Hennessy barbecue wings. And she didn't want them. She was like, you know, did you eat today? A lot, of, like, a lot of Hennessy up there. In there. I know, right? It was a very Hennessy-filled New York Comic Con. A lot of Hennessy, man. Yeah. I, I, had, I know I had two of those Hennessy drinks at the club. And she was like, you know, I got these wings. I'm not going to eat them. So if you if you want them, or if you want some, you can have some. And it, she was like, did you eat? And I was like, no, nah, I really didn't eat. And so I woke up at like, you know, like one or something. Because I every night I would come back and I would crash for like three hours. And I'd wake up at like one or two in the morning and do some work. Yeah. Take a shower and then go back to sleep. Get ready for the morning. 
that's pretty much my that was pretty much my schedule. Go to bed, shower at like two, go back to bed, wake up at like seven, do some work, get ready, go catch a train, go into New York Comic Con, interviews, photography all day. Get back to the you know get back if we didn't go out that night, might get back around like eight. If we went out that night, get back around like ten. Crash on the couch, wake up, do it again. So I woke up at two and I was like, let me um try some of these wings and they were some big ass wings and they were completely covered in barbecue at this point they were cold i'm mm-hmm. like i don't really care about warming them up and shit um so i ate too right i went to bed i woke up with a hangover mm. hennessy coated nigga like they soak these shits in hennessy black yes like did they did they fry these niggas in hennessy that sounds like these. Um, it's a place in Stone Mountain called Lit Ass Wings, and that is literally the name of it. Lit Ass Wings. I believe it. And they, huh? I believe it. And they inject um, like different, like they have like like Hennessy bar. They have like something like that, like a Hennessy barbecue. They have like a applewood vodka. Like it's like all these liquors that they inject with the sauces inside the wings and they won like the they had a chicken wing festival that sold out that i wanted to go to and they won first place yeah the so, wings are dangerous as um, fuck i was watching this uh thing on vice uh munchies channel or whatever and this rapper mayhem loren was cooking hennessy shrimp three different ways Ooh. And that shit didn't look extremely delicious. Nothing ever has in my life. Um, I'm about to try to find the recipe. Like, because they posted the recipes along with the video. I'm trying to find that shit right now. I'm going to put it in the chat. Hmm. I mean, that shit looked amazing. Yeah. These wings were, um, there was Dallas something in New York. The spot was called Dallas something. They were dangerous. There, there was, I ate two. She had like four or five. And she ate something there. I don't know how many fucking wings they gave her. I know that shit is you can't drive home after eating them wings. That, that shit was <laughs> dangerous as fuck. Wow. The wings was the, the business. I was because I woke up and I was like, why the fuck do I feel hungover? I didn't drink last night. I didn't drink. All I drank was water yesterday. I didn't drink shit. How the <laughs> fuck do I feel hungover? I'm like the motherfucking wings. Yep. Fucking About to put this Hennessy glazed shrimp with a habanero reduction in this uh chat real quick. Um, so there was that. Let's see what else. What else? What else? Everybody probably was on my Instagram. They heard my trash song. Cause I'm I'm sorry, y'all need to prove that y'all do some ridiculous shit in New York. Putting trash on the side of the street because y'all don't have dump dumpsters is just savage. It's Absolutely. Just that shit is savage. Okay. I felt like future singing my dumpster song, but I don't care. Shit is savage. I might put it in this episode. And then um you definitely should put it in the episode. Last two things. Um, so one, why is it so many people from Philly trapped in New York? Every time we got on the subway train, somebody would walk up to me and be like, man, look, listen, I'm just trying to get home to Philly. I got $7. I need like three more dollars. <laughs> and, and it was always Philly. It was always Philly. I need to get home to Philly. And I'm like, how did you even get here, though? Like, is that, is that the homeless? I need gas. <laughs> I just need five dollars for gas niggas, in New York. Niggas just walk up to, hey man. Uh, and they always had a story. So I was walking my dog outside, and I tripped and I fell. And next thing I know, I woke up and I was on a train. And my daughter's birthday is tomorrow. You know, 
My wife lost her job, but she found a new one. And I just wanted to know if you had a dollar that you could spare to me because I'm really trying to get home to Philly. I just want to get back to Philly. <laughs> Thank like, God for headphones. I mean, I know they don't really stop people in New York, but damn, if it don't help a little bit. I was like, that that story did not go the way I thought it was going to go at all. I didn't know you was going to need a ticket to Philly. <laughs> like, I didn't. I thought everybody. I thought everybody was talking about was right here. I thought he was in the city in Jersey or something. I had. A, I got cursed. I forgot about that. I got cursed as soon as I got to New Jersey. Like by a mystic person? Sure. Like Dr. Strange or some shit? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Let's just go with that. Um, I came out of New Jersey Penn Station. And if you if you come out of Penn Station and you don't do taxi cabs, then you feel like a big booty chick in a red dress. Because all the taxi dudes do is scream at you and tell you to give you a ride home. Like, wow. you know, they see you with the suitcase and the luggage, and they're like, cabbie over here, you need a ride, cabbie over here, and they just start yelling at you, and you're like, nigga, leave me alone. Leave me alone, nigga, I got a man. I'm not trying to get with you, leave me alone, nigga. I got a man. <laughs> hey, you, you go. What's your cab got to do, what's your Uber got to do with me? You look good with that luggage, nigga, you want to ride home? Like, no, leave me alone, dog, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone, I just want to catch my lift. So I don't catch lifts in front of there. I walk to the corner. And it's a lot of homeless people around Penn Station. So I, mm-hmm. I walked to the corner and it was it was like nine it was like eight o'clock at night. Um I keep my headphones out because I ain't gonna put them in my ear. I don't want nobody to smack me in the head and take my shit. And this this home <laughs> this homeless guy <laughs> comes comes and stands in front of me and he just starts he kind of looks at me and then he 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 is he clearly knows what he's saying, but I have no idea what the fuck he was saying. And he was like you don't show no man, it's him to change. And I was like, huh? All you need to hear was that change. <laughs> I was like, huh? You know, I just wanted to know if you know, it's side on the top. You had a, a dollar, you could maybe, and then it's a son in a spare for me. Was this nigga buffering? Uh, bruh. Bro, <laughs> 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 it was like he was speaking English. Like an angle of English, but not really English. It was some other language I don't know with English parts. And it, it, instead of letting him finish, I just went, sorry, man, I don't got no cash on me. Which, for real, y'all, you ever see me in the street, I don't have no cash on me. I Nigga, use plastic. I, I rarely had cash yeah, on me. Yeah, me either. <laughs> don't have no cash. You'd be better off asking me for a chicken sandwich. I don't have and no cash. And if I did, like, you know, because it's, it's- homeless people especially now that i go you know to the train and right. i don't if, if if it's not in my pocket i'm not digging oh, my hell no. give you no damn money no nope absolutely not so i don't know what happened when i told him i didn't have any cash but uh, a switch flipped and he instantly started cursing me out in what i could only think is maybe christian like he just started putting a hex on me. He he now stop the Kanamana Hunimana God Christian feet smelling the rocks. Um nah pray, pray, wrap your head, one knee, blah 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 Done and then Jesus came down and he struck the baby. Dana rolled off into the sunset. One happy man, two sons, church, Bible, him, hmm. Listen, he did this. And he just kept walking back and forth in front of me, but he was looking dead at me. He kept doing oh, nah. this. You ever wow. seen the first purge, like the movie called The First Purge? Yeah. You sound like that dude with the fucking skeleton with all the 
face carving. Yes, thing. yes. Man, look, he didn't slash you up, dog. Yes, Bro, he had a rhythm and everything. Though it was like it was yeah, like a legit that. sermon. Yep. It was a sermon. <laughs> And I'm I'm surprised he wasn't. And oh, then his comedy base cashed on the spell. Them ha ha ha. Like he, he might was have just, been a former preacher, bruh, current he, preacher for that matter. Cursed the fuck out of me. And then it just ended. Hey, I don't know. He's it, like he just bought a dollar for God, bro. It just God, abruptly ended. It just ended. Like he he was like he like ain't saying them down from the God. Huh? Here's the same holy yeah. fist and bless. Amen. <laughs> so you and he just walked away. Tomorrow, so how much a dollar cost yeah. this bitch? <laughs> He just walked away oh, after that. Cost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was Jesus. Nigga. <laughs> he he fucking walked away, and I saw his next his next victim. He was walking up oh, on him, damn. and he started spitting that same shit at me. And I was like, Mm-mm. I said, "Poor person, we both gonna be cursed tonight." So there was that guy, some homeless people from Philly. It's too much, man. The trash song, and then oh, my last Lyft driver. Man, you ever been have you ever had a conversation with somebody that is like ninety five percent going fine, and in that last five percent of the conversation, they say some shit that makes the last ninety five percent that was good completely fucking worthless. Pretty much yeah, every time I talk to stagehands at work, that happens. So yeah, I feel you. What every time every time I hear Tyrese talk? Wow. The fact that back, that's first of all, ninety five percent is more than three fourths. So the fact that you give ninety, I'm just breaking. I'm just call back to what I said in the thing, man. I'm trying to sell some old so t-shirts. I, we took a, the last two days. We took a lift from Jerry. We didn't take the train because the train was being trash. So we took a lift to um, Javits. It isn't that much, like thirty bucks. To get from Jersey to Javits Center, New York, which is fine. You know, you avoid the walking shit and drop you off right in front. So I get this Lyft driver, and um, he is a person of color. I'm not sure exactly what. He's vaguely ethnic. Yeah, he's he's ethnic. Let's put it like that. He's New York ethnic. Um, <laughs> that could be, that could <laughs> so he's be half Persian, half Puerto Rican, probably. So, exactly. It's a lot going on. Armenian. Yeah, right. sure, that one. And, and he's also um, Jewish. He was a Kardashian. Wow. <laughs> um, so he, uh, oh, I got a story for the Jewish shit too. So but he's somehow a, a Hebrew Israelite at the same time. God, I got a story for all of them. So <laughs> I'm not black no more. <laughs> we, we're we're driving from uh, we're driving from New Jersey, and you know, at first he's kind of quiet and he's like real conversational and he's just like like encouraging me for whatever reason. I don't know if I look down that day, but he's like, you know, all of these people out here in the world, and all I see is. People that aren't happy with what they're doing and, you know, you have to do things that make you happy and don't work a job that you hate for for your whole life and try to find a career. And it's very uplifting and positive shit, but it had an air. It had an air. It had an air of hotel and a small air. I was like, he's a bit too proud right now and then you gotta teach these jacobian devils he, he just kept going right so he's just he's like look at this person on the street and look at this person they don't do they look happy to you they don't look happy like it was very like encouraging but preachy and it had an air of hotep and i was like if he just stays on this level don't dip don't dive he'll be fine just just stay on this level and he just he rode the fuck out of that level until we got right up on javits one block away Half, not even a whole block, was half an avenue. He just needed to get to the light and let me out. And he would have got $5 tip. He would have been fine. And this this girl in rollerblades cuts him off. Because people at, during New York Comic Con, people do weird shit. And this girl in these sparkly tight pants 
with her back out and these pigtails was skating like on legit roller skates up the street through traffic. And she cut in front of him, which caused him to, you know, kind of break suddenly, not hard, but he, he broke suddenly. And then she just started skating in front of him. But the cars weren't moving. She was moving faster than the cars, clearly, because New York traffic's trash. So she's skating in front of him. And in the midst of him talking about the people on the sidewalk, he was like, why do they dress up like that? Why do they dress up like fake people? Or, what is that about? I don't understand. And I'm like, they just having fun, you know. In the middle of this conversation, he stops and he goes, like, look at her. And at that point, I wish I'd have been like, you can let me out right here. And I didn't. I should have been like, you can let me out right here. But I didn't. And he goes, like, for instance, look at her. If it was not illegal. Oh, nope. that's, no, no. <laughs> look at her. Nope. If it was not illegal, mm-hmm. I would rape her. Whoa. Whoa. What? Whoa. What? what? Nigga. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was like, that's where he going. But no, nah, that didn't really happen. That is absolutely <sighs> disgusting. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Y'all, I now know what women mean when they say trapped in an Uber or trapped yeah, in a yeah. taxi because I wanted to get out so bad. I'd be like, man, man, oh, that, that was my stop by the block back. <sighs> I forgot. My bad. <laughs> and my I was. Fault. So inst- I just, I went, no, nah, man, that's no, nah, not like, no, nah, I don't, I don't know about none of that. That that's not cool. Like, no, he was like, he, and he proceeds to continue. He's like, he doubled down on it. Nigga tripled. He was like, but yeah. <laughs> like, Damn. he was like, but why? I said, because uh, that's, 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 that's not what you like. If she's consenting and you're, I'm trying to have a, I'll just want him to get me the jab. It's okay. I'm like, if she's consenting and you're consenting and y'all want to get y'all freak on, that's fine, right? And she can dress like that. But he's like, look at her. Look at the way she's dressed. And then he pointed to this other woman on the side of the street who was completely covered. Look at her. Why can't she dress like her? And I was like, maybe Oh, she, my God. My head hurts. I was like, maybe she's happy. That's why she feels comfortable enough to dress like this. You saying all these other people are unhappy. Maybe she's so happy and comfortable that she feels the freedom to dress like that. You know, well, well, well it, you know, she's, she's, it, it's not right. Like, I should be able to. And I was like, absolutely not. You should not be able said, to. I should be able. This I don't is, understand uh, why, why men feel, those type of men, those type of men feel like just because they see it, that they have to touch it. Deidre. Just because they are attracted to it, just because they see a titty, that means it's automatically by default. It is theirs to touch. I don't care if that girl had her whole ass pussy out. That is not for you. That is not for you. It is on her body. That is not for fucking you. I can't believe he even had the nerve to say that, that shit out loud, bro. What? And that means, but you know what? That means he's he's been saying it to people who haven't argued with him. Or exactly. Exactly. Like, he was like, I, he was like, I see another man here. He'll understand. That's it. Yes. That's we exactly have these what conversations it was. all the time in our, in my Lyft car. That's and, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if he low keyed has already, you know, exactly. sexually assaulted yeah. a woman. Yeah. So it, disgusting. He, I, I, I try to, I try to bring him back down to earth of not being a fucking savage, and I'm like, bro, that ain't. That's just. That's not how you. That's not how you do shit. That's not right. 
that's offensive. Like you don't do that shit. And he was like, he, I, I said, I said, you know, like, like that's you. What you? Why would you want to do that? You don't want to do that. And, she, and he goes, he goes, why not? She's provoking me. And I was like, oh my god, is this what prison would be like? <laughs> I'm like, she's not. How is she provoking you? I mean, look at her. I was like, well, this is my stop. Thank you. Um, he's like, you have a nice day. I said, uh-huh, sure. I think I, I think I dove the fuck out of that bitch. I think I super flew out that bitch. I say super flu because I don't even remember doing it, but I know I did it. She's provoking me. She's provoking me. And this is like, this is what was going through my mind. Like I laughed because it was so fucking uncomfortable. Right. Like y'all said the gall to say some shit like that out loud, but then you know why he's saying it. But then I'm thinking to myself, what about me? Made him feel comfortable. Yeah. I'm like, what about me? Made him because none of our armor, none of the, uh, none of the other conversations we had had were even close to that. They didn't, they didn't touch anything on women, sex, gender, anything like that. So for him to just deep dive in that direction and do that, right? I mean, we were talking about his family at one point. We were talking about his family and how hard they work to make ends meet and to be comfortable. Like those are the things we were talking about. And then for you to be talking to a person that seems so normal and that you can relate to and is so down to earth and just like is 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 a hardworking American that is just like trying to to survive and support their family and seems like a good natured person for them to say that shit and what you start to play around with in your mind is like because I know women will hear that I know most women will hear that and it's like fuck I got in the wrong cap. When I heard it, my mind first went to, okay, his, like his English is a little, a little fucked. So maybe he doesn't know another word. And like rape is the first thing in the language that popped up in his head. Like he doesn't mean rape. He means something else. But then when he doubled down on it, I was like, nope, he means rape. Like that's exactly what he means. Then when he said, she's provoking me, I was like, yeah, definitely means rape. And it's probably been provoked before. And I'm sitting in the back of this car and like, yeah, I feel icky. like I feel fucking icky because he said it to me. I didn't even say it. I didn't say it. I was arguing like with him in a very like in a very calm, just give me where I need to. I'm in your car. Like, I don't want to offend this dude because he's driving me places. Right. And I started and like in my mind. I'm also thinking like, what is this like if a, if a woman hears this shit and she's in this car? And I, I like if I feel this way now, if I feel this uncomfortable as a dude, can you imagine? Like, what if Ashley was in here? They gotten in his car and he said this shit, or fucking worse, he didn't take her to Javits, right? And I'm just like, what is it? What was it about me that made him feel comfortable enough to say that shit? You had a penis, right? That's all that is. You had a penis. The general not shitness of dudes is what made him comfortable enough to say it. So <clears throat> the fact that you are a dude, he was like, well, like me, this dude probably ain't shit. So let me talk to him about the shit that I be talking because about. Because of course, you know, I'm a man, you're a man. We all think the same way. Exactly. So you don't agree with me because of course all the other men that I've talked to about this are in agreement with me and nobody's reported my ass. Because you right. can't do that shit. So since I haven't been reported and I'm getting these five fucking stars and tips, yeah, everybody, all the men agree with me about that. So 
they've they, all of them provoke me. I see a titty, that girl's provoking me. My dick's hard because I see this girl, I'm attracted to it. She's provoking me. So of course I have to take it. Like that's that's his mindset. And what kills me is I still felt bad for him because of the conversation that we had before. Like, I was just like, why did you say that? On everything else, you were a normal fucking person. On everything else, you were a person that people could could root for and connect with. We all have the same feeling. We're not rich people. We're just out here trying to make ends meet. We're living, you know, uh, hand to mouth or fist to fist, like check to check. And everybody's just trying to get by and we share experiences. And then you say that shit. And I'm like, fuck if you know anybody. But that's, yeah. I mean, but to be perfectly honest, that is probably, because you know, like by default, you always think, oh, rapists, just all around, like every nook and cranny of their being, everything it's fucked is, up and creepy and it's fucked gross. Up. Yeah. Up and crazy. Yeah, exactly. But the, the reality is, it is not like that. Like, you can have people that go to church that'll, you know, that in, in, in hindsight seem like they're like the perfect person, the perfect gentleman, but, you know, they feel like they have to take it if they feel the need to. So, you know, right. they can have all these other qualities that are, are something that you are agreeing with and that you can relate to. But that doesn't stop the fact that they can be scum in this regard of, you know, if I if I see a woman and a girl says, no, I don't know what no means in this, I, I'm just going to have sex and we're just going to keep it moving. And that's what he is. He probably go home and kiss his wife. He's probably great with his children, like outstanding father. But, you know, he going to push up on a girl because... That girl's provoking him. That's just his mindset. That shit just like, and that's what like that. Mm. And to me, those are the worst ones. <laughs> it's one thing if you can just be like, you just scum all over the place. Like you just ain't, ain't shit in all areas, but the ones, and that's, those are also the ones that, you know, it makes it worse because those are the ones who, that are the outstanding father and do, do community service every Saturday and, you know, give to the homeless and, you know, work hard and, you know, to provide for their family. And, you know, those are the ones that are the extra, that you're extra surprised about. Oh, you know, he's a rapist. <laughs> right. Yeah, he is. I don't care what else he does. He can give $8 million. I mean, Bill Cosby is a, Perfect example. He can give money to colleges. He can do all this stuff for, you know, the community. But you still a piece of shit. Damn. So that's what that guy is. But yeah, he's he's done it before. He's he sexually assaulted somebody because he feels that freely to to talk about it. And again, he's talked about it to other individuals and men. You know, and then again, it could be women too, because you know there are some women that feel like you you wear certain things if a man you know approaches you and tries to push up on you and like you know sexually assaults you that you were in the wrong because you shouldn't wear certain things to provoke a man. So right. he probably got some you know 
Oh, I totally agree with you for some women too. Hence why he felt so freely to start talking like that. I would report his ass. I'm doing, I'm actually like putting in a request for him to call me to report him now. Cause I, at the time I would just, like one no, car, I had typed up a nice little thing. Lyft will call you real quick about that. No, I'm sending, I'm putting information in now. now. Like it's, at the, like I said, at the time, it was just, I was so, one, once, one, I was in a hurry to get to a, a press room. Like, that that just, not, that was not something I needed being five minutes late to a fucking interview. And yeah. the next thing is, I was so fucking blown mm-hmm. that he said it, that I spent the whole night trying to figure out, like, this is a person's income. And you try to weigh, like, do I fuck up this person? Because because if I tell this story the way it said, they'll get fired. Like, do I fuck up this person's livelihood for this? But at yeah, the same man. time, it's hold a, on, let me finish. Let me finish. But at the same time, would I want somebody to get his car? And this is what I struggle with, like, just thinking about. And I was mad at myself for even entertaining that, like, notion. And it was, it was because the conversation so drastically changed. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was riding in the car with two different people when that happened. Right. It it just it's fucked up that way. I I mean and and yeah, not knocking the the, the conflict, Brandon. Like that that's the, those are like true things, especially because it came out of left field, you know, and the fact that as well that he said it so calmly, you know, with no regards. Like no, I totally understand that. You know, but just just like what you you brought up, you know, what if Ashley got in the car? What if your mom got in the car? What if I got in the car? Or any of your, you know, your friends is just happen to be women, you know, and him speaking that freely that way. What if Ashley got into a car and, you know, technically from what she wore that day was nothing, but for him, that was just something, you know, sexual for him that felt like that. He, that she was provoking him because it doesn't even have to be the fact of you know this person has a titty out or she has a short skirt on like you don't know what could be the kink for somebody it could be somebody's hair is up or you know it, like a shirt that might be semi see-through or he could see a bra strap you don't know what provokes somebody to have that urge of being sexually attracted to them so for him to think that whatever sexually attracts him makes him feel like that that person is provoking him you know that that's that's a scary thing and you know she could be minding her black business she's just trying to go to the gym she's just trying to go to the grocery store she's just trying to give her go to see her grandmother like it's just you know it's, it's that's that's the scary part so i don't feel bad for him at all for losing his job at all for that because you know the flip side is he would be one of those ones that would take a u-turn somewhere instead of taking the person to the correct area and be trying to rape somebody you know you see i mean i guess too i you know with working where i work and you know part of the ed is rape crisis so, you know, you hear so many stories of how, you know, I mean, and there are men too, men and women that get taken advantage of over just whatever it is. I don't feel bad. 
I do not feel bad. You 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 put that stuff out and the fact that, you know, he feels so comfortable talking about, you know, literally raping and sexually assaulting a woman. You know, you don't you don't deserve a job. You need to be at fucking therapy. People make choices, choices have consequences. He chose to open his mouth and started talking all that nasty shit. And of course, like I said, previously before he's gotten a band, I believe I, you know, I totally agree with you. He met the right, he met the one person, the one person that was offended. And then you think people who have been sexually assaulted, who have to sit in a car and listen to that. Cause you don't, when you, you know, I can get in a car. Nobody's known that I was sexually assaulted when I was in college. You know, it doesn't, I don't have that on my face. People don't have rape on their face. And he's right. just really talking like that. Fuck him. I don't feel bad at all. Because if you said that shit at your office job, your ass would be Bruh. gone. To the HR Bruh. office and gone the fuck out of there. So fucking fast. So. He's disgusting. Which, and also, and um, let's, okay, so not always true. Sadly. Not always true, but say very that, true. True. If my black ass said some shit like that at work, I would absolutely be going a hot minute. I, I mean, can tell there are obviously you, people that that skirt away with bullshit like that, but still, you would know way better to not say some shit like that if you were working in, you know, some white collar ass job. I'll I'll say this again: the stuff that I hear to gotten it, and it's never that. It's never the word actual rape. They know better. They know more. They have more intelligence to use code talk. When they're talking about shit out loud, that's provocative, like like it's provocative or it's just insensitive and borderline offensive, if not offensive. Like I've I've had higher ups in my section say say some shit that was racist, and given my position, me telling HR ain't gonna do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. That's not going to do anything, and it just so happened that this was a person who didn't even work for the company anymore. So they they just showed up to an event and were saying some shit. And what I'm gonna do? I can't report them. And they're up mm-hmm. there talking. They're talking to people, you know, four four or five managers above me. There's like my voice would echo nowhere. There is no chamber for that. But like the least I could do is like report this dude for this that's the least i could do and that is and 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 i just hate that i even felt bad reporting him right because you you see a person who just seemed like a good person who just said the most fucked up shit and i could be on the fence and be like more like more than likely he didn't mean it but also he probably did mean it yeah like it's you can't even play that fucking game anymore of no. well, I was just talking, man. I thought we were just. I was just talking. I wasn't serious, right? But that shit seriously be happening to women like that. But and what? It, what? And then you think? But then the, I would. Then the next thing I would think, but that's what you weren't serious about. Like, why was that even a conversation? Right. Exactly. Also, Especially he, since he you had a great conversation prior to that. So why was that the topic of discussion if you didn't mean it? If you were just playing, I, that's a weak, that's a weak, you know, excuse. I mean, I get why you feel bad. Like, I mean, you know, 
No, I get why I feel bad. I mean, it just think it shows you you have humanity. It's not a right. thing where you it's the, there, like, it's the worst time to have humanity, though, my nigga. Like, it's the worst yeah. time. But the humanity is not stopping you from taking action. It's not stopping you from looking back and being like, you know what? I am going to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, that shit was... I, I was just in the car. I was like, what? Because it's one, it's one of those things where you get... Because the way it hits you, like, it's such a shock that you don't... Like, you, you're like, what? <laughs> so you're not even processing. Like, you're like, just... Mm-hmm. What, did, what just happened? Bruh, that's... I'm like, can we... He didn't just say that. I'm like, he didn't just say that. And then he doubled down on it. I was like, fuck. Because, you know, you think about, too, there, there are, you know, there are rape victims that they feel bad when they report... You know, people that have raped them because mm-hmm. in all other instances, they were, you know, perfect in this example, perfect in that example, but they did this act on them. And it's kind of like, well, dang, if I report him, you know, that all of these things are going to happen, but he does all this stuff that's so great. You know, I, I don't know if I should do it or not, but you should absolutely do it. But it's a hard thing that, you know, it's a hard choice. And so then, yeah, don't feel bad about that. But yeah, just like Tuan said, you're you're making the right choice of reporting him now. Whatever Lyft decides to do, now is on. It's all it's in their court. But right. at least you did something, you know, to prevent it happening to somebody else. And then, and then I, this is a this was another thought that I had. Like all of the the women that we associate with black women and activists on twitter you know like um people we're aware of these are just some of the people that like cross my mind right i'm thinking of like so what if well one i'm like what if dj had been in here or what if like leslie mack had been in here or even like what if like feminista jones had been in here or anybody they like they had heard him say that it would have immediately it would have been an immediate like report right it wouldn't have been a hesitation they y'all would have immediately reported him for that shit. Then some of the other folk would have blasted him on Twitter, taking his picture, like all just all out. Would have called I mean, him maybe. out, all, like just went all out, and without hesitation, right? And while I'm thinking about this, I was like, God, God damn, I wish I was a black woman because I would not have even hesitated thinking about doing this. There would have been no hesitation. Like the under the 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 amount of the way that we underestimate the actual strength of black women is insane. Like it's it's ridiculous. Because black women do so much shit because it has to be done. And there's there there seems to just be like y'all's strength, the way it resonates, just seems that there's no hesitation when doing it. And in that moment, I felt like the weakest fucking nigga. For not having that has for not having that that urge to just do it right then. To go all out and report that motherfucker, like without thinking about it twice. And in that moment, I really was like, man, I wish I just had the gall of a black woman right now. Because this shit wouldn't bother me doing this. Because it's the right fucking thing to do. But because there is some side of me as a man that was susceptible to trying to understand why he would say that like there's some side of me as a dude raised by dudes that that wanted to go he didn't mean it that way though he's a nice guy i don't want to ruin this guy's life 
I mean, it's just a natural thing because the threat's not on you. Right. You know, that, so you have, since the threat's not on you, you have the ability to, to you look at the other stuff. Just like if he had sat there and had said, called a bunch of people nigga, the white person might have been like, you know, well, he might not have said it, you know, then because like, well, cause the threat's not on you. You know what I mean? Like that. And that's something that men in general have to work on when it comes to, you know, just, you know, listing women and being there. But I'm a person that's always like, in the end, if you're doing the right thing, you're doing the right thing. Right. I don't want you to that beat yourself up too much, being like, because I hesitated, you know, I I would have words with you if you didn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's when the words would come from. We we could think about being better and, and quicker stuff like that, because, you know, next time, but like, the fact of the matter is you 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 did it. And you and and hell man, like, you know, there's a lot of dudes that was sat there wouldn't even think this nigga was was that bad in what he said. Think about how many motherfuckers would have been like would have been like, hey, I don't agree with them, but you know, everybody had their viewpoint. Bruh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like motherfuckers say that stuff, you know. So that just that's just the that's just the point of us being men, like, you know. We can look at this stuff and 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 it's not a imminent threat to us, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just wild. Um, yeah, it's wild because you never th- you never expect to get in the Uber and be like, oh yeah, this this would this would end in my drive going. Yeah, y'all up. got. I'm like y'all got rules and standards, my nigga. You just broke all of them. Like what the fuck? The only thing you didn't do was hit me, and then kick me out. Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure you violated every other rule. Besides, yeah, if the nigga hit you, you probably get off <laughs> less. I know. Um. So okay. So let me um switch topics real quick. <laughs> so I had said it got really deep for a second. Um, I had said that it's gonna be an interesting podcast episode on Facebook today. I saw that. Okay. Yes, nigga. Let's get into this shit. All right. So let me let me start off by playing this, and then we'll jump into it. Oh, hold on. Let me uh, let me set my audio up right. That's the only thing. I wasn't playing anything for my computer tonight until right now. So let me go ahead and get and that straight. And even call them legends. I stand behind no faith. Right. Recently, I did a freestyle for the BT Awards Cypher addressing and condemning rappers who unabashedly abuse women and those who stand up for them and even call them legends. I stand behind those statements. It was pre-recorded weeks ago, and I had no idea a grieving mother would be in the audience to honor her lost son. I never intended to disrespect her and to offer my deepest condolences for her loss at the hands of gun violence. However, I vehemently reject the trend in hip-hop of championing abusers, and I will not hold my tongue about it. I don't give a fuck about getting attention. I care about bringing awareness and holding people accountable for their actions. All right, so this American, this music awards shit was going down this weekend, and Victor Vic Mensa did made a statement at the BET Awards or whatever, and Triple X Titan Tanak Tough Acting Tanak and his mother Teriyaki sauce next Teriyaki his mother was in the crowd when he dissed this dead man, and people felt a particular way about it. 
they were kind of like, you know, why is, you know, Vic Mensa, Vic Mensa is going for low hanging fruit. It, it was a couple of things that some people said that just really didn't vibe with me. Um, and people have been trying to, I guess you could say, uh, DFI, Triple X, uh, TTT, right? Dog, they've been trying so goddamn hard. Trying. Like, so hard. And there was a there was a conversation in the group where somebody posted an article. And first off, if you want to go and find it in the group, I'm not going back to read this shit again because I've read this conversation way too many fucking times. To also, go back it's over. in two spots because he, yeah, I know. he brought it back from the first spot. I know. Well, I wasn't aware that that person followed me on my personal Facebook either, but yeah, we'll take care of that. So essentially in the conversation, somebody had said they're trying to turn him into a saint, triple X TDT. And this person responded with, again, this is our paraphrase. I'm really not about to go back and read that shit. This person responded with, well, this is what niggas back in the day, like niggas like us did with Pac and Biggie. And my response to that was, that's one hell of a fucking jump to compare what's happening with triple X to what happened when Pac and Big died. Because, and I, I understand what comparison you were trying to make. The thing is, my nigga, it was a very basic one level ass comparison. You were basically saying that people were aware that Biggie and Pac abused women and yet were trying to turn them into saints. First off, from my perspective, I'm 33 years old. When I was listening to Big and Pac, I did not know they beat women. I did not know they abused women at that I age. Didn't that. I didn't know that shit. I just was listening to their music. I was a teenager. I was dumb. I was listening to their music. It was cool. I thought it was dope. Everybody thought it was dope. They're world fucking phenoms when they were alive. It were the two biggest niggas in hip hop. Triple X has never been the biggest nigga in anything. Okay? He just died. That's pretty much what happened. His album came out. It wasn't that successful. He had fans. A very like People act like it was a huge amount of fans. It really wasn't. He was just a hot topic for clickbait in the media. And so most of the people... A, he had a lot of controversy surrounding him. Right. Most of the people he that were his fans or that claimed to be his fans did not support his album. What they supported was abuse against women. That's what they were supporting. They were no different than... The Gamergate motherfuckers and these these dudes that they found in Canada, these insoles or whatever, they were no different than them. They just happened to be part of hip hop culture. They were within our community. Solid ones. And works. then people people came up to just defend his ass constantly. Um, um, yeah, I mean, like controversy sell sold for the dude. Like you constantly. Know, I remember the first one one of the first things I heard about him when he got snuffed up on the snake on the stage. Right. Yeah. Like so, like mm-hmm. that's what got his name out there, and there are fans of his music, but he was coming up at a time where, like, he was coming with a lot of little, um, those underground kind of, you know, hot on Spotify type of dudes, but he was one of, of many, many. He, was ta- he has talent, but he wasn't running the game or changing anything. He was not at the level. He won't. He won't near the level. A big and pot. But we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there because they, he tried to argue with me. And again, this is this is people saying shit and they don't understand what they're saying. And at the same time, claiming they're not saying some shit, but also in the same conversation, reiterating the shit that they claim they didn't say. 
Okay, so that's really confusing, but you can try that circle shit with me. I will sit and I will read what you said multiple times to make sure that you did that shit you did. So that's just something that I do. Sorry. I actually fucking read. So we're having this conversation and I basically came in. I'm like, that's a huge jump for you to compare him to the deifying or the, the, the sanctifying of Big and Pac because Big and Pac were already icons before they died. When they died, people were sad and their legendariness lives on despite the fact that they were abusive niggas. But they were not, they were not hailed because of their controversy. They were not held because they beat women. That is true. They were held because they made dope fucking music. That's right. why they were held. Extentation was not recognized for his dope fucking music over the controversy. See, Big and Pac lived on top of the controversy because of their music. That's why motherfuckers loved them so much. Niggas wasn't like Big didn't really choke that bitch, dog. Niggas was like Hypnotize is one of my favorite songs forever. Mm-hmm. That's what they were like. Kicking the door is my shit. Um, Tupac's Brenda had a baby will live on forever. That's what my point was. You comparing a nigga that don't have no sonic legendariness in the game whatsoever to two niggas who were cultural icons. And then when I told you this shit, you came back with. Well, nigga, that's just your opinion. No, nigga, it's not just my fucking opinion. That's actual fucking fact. You can go read any logistics on both of these. Go look up the numbers for these artists. Triple X's album just sold, just went gold in July. In July, nigga, it came out last year in August. It just went gold. You got to think about the death boost. Right, he died earlier this year, and Mm -hmm. it still hadn't gone gold until July. Okay? He's not even fucking platinum. There's an artist named Russ that supposedly is the new J. Cole that went platinum with no features and made all his beats. He even went platinum before Triple X did, and Triple X died, but you trying to argue with me that Triple X is on the level of big in them as far as, like, the deity and worshiping and bullshit. He's not. You just have very, you just live in a very confined fucking space. If that's what you think. If every nigga around you saying some shit, you think the world's saying that shit. And that's not the fucking case. Okay? This kid hasn't even broke platinum. Fucking Pac got at least four albums that has sold over six times platinum, my nigga. He's got two of them that I think are at 9X or have gone diamond and beyond. Big also is a multi-millionaire, is, is a multi-million record selling motherfucking rapper. You compared the way that we looked at them as icons and turned them into saints to the way niggas did with Triple X. It's not the fucking same. Let's, let's remember, these two dudes were at the top of the game when, when they started beefing. It literally started a civil war in hip hop. Yes. Yes. They were representative yeah. of the coast. <laughs> like one represented the East Coast, the other one represented West Coast. And it was a split that resonated in hip hop for years. You know what I mean? To a point that when both of them died, people came together and was like, yo, we got to stop doing this. Like shit is getting real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
My, I learned about one of Pac's shooting from my mom. This is me as a, a like a ten year old being like, "Oh, you heard that that uh, two two Pac person got got killed." Not too far first. You know what I mean? Because they were because they were reporting that shit on the national news. Bro, I remember that shit running at the bottom you know of the screen I mean? on like, the TV. They, they were reporting that. They were reporting it. Like we learned about Triple X dying on the internet, my nigga. Right. On the fucking internet. Okay. It wasn't breaking news when he died. We heard about it on the internet. And then everybody was like, everybody literally went that week. Wait, who is that? Everybody our age. And a people people a little bit younger than us was like, who is that? And maybe like one of every 20 nigga knew who this nigga was. One of every 120 nigga had actually heard a song from him. There was no, he was at nowhere near, and it was, it's not a fucking subjective goddamn opinion, my nigga. It's fucking fact. Yeah, yeah, because okay. I, I told somebody, fucking like, oh, fact, you heard about uh, them? And they were like, nah. I was like, the nigga that got snuffed on stage. That's oh, very, okay. There you go. <laughs> that's how I know him. Don't know one song by this nigga. Like, even, like, Ballers played one of his songs in their episode this week, and I was like, really? Like, now y'all playing one of these? I understand that they shot the season early, and I'm, y'all could have changed the music, though. Whatever. So, I, I'm reading this thread, and, and you wanted to go back and forth with me. I'm like, this is, I'm not going to continue to do this. I've explained what I've explained. You had somebody else saying that they understood what you were saying. Both of y'all didn't know what the fuck I was saying. Clearly, y'all didn't read what the fuck I said. That's fine. That happens a lot. And when that happens in the group... I pretty much am just like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this right now. I really don't have patience. Plus, I'm in New York. I really ain't got time to be dealing with this shit anyway. Let me go on about my fucking business. So, I don't say nothing else. I let y'all keep running your miles in there. You know, it's a, you know, it's a free form. Say what you want to. Right? Fine. We're, we're pretty open in the 40-acres group as long as you ain't just saying straight-up fuckery. So, then I post today because I didn't watch the American Music Awards because that shit ain't for black people. It ain't Nobody never been for black AMA. people. Right. I didn't even know they were coming on. I get nominated for an AMA, so I hope they won, but I didn't watch the show either. Nigga, don't nobody watch this shit. Like, they, everybody talking about these performances. People, most niggas was watching football or some other shit that was going on. Nobody's watching this shit. I didn't even know it was on. Till the next day, Period. like the rest of yep. us. I knew, you know how, I, you know what? I seen videos of it on Instagram from some of the blackish actors and was like, oh, I wonder what event they're at. I didn't even know what it was till the next day. I was like, oh, he was at the AMAs. That's why he was in front of Cardi B. Huh, interesting. So I see that Triple X won an award from the AMAs for soul and R&B favorite album. What? Favorite album in soul and R&B. And I you posted got, you, got, you got the nominees for them. So they can the the nominees that I saw... For that category, I saw SZA and I saw Khaled and Triple X. I'm, I'm on their website right now. I'm about to look yeah, this shit up. Yeah, oh, not Khaled, Khalil. Too. No, it's Khaled. It is Khaled. It's Khaled, Khalil. It's one of them. Khaled. Yeah. It's Khalid, I believe, is how it's pronounced, but also I don't know. Yeah. Look at that nigga Khaled. Yeah, right. He's Khaled. I just try to not make him be DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Uh, we the best news. What we got on the categories? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like there's only the three nominees. That's what I thought. So I saw SZA for Control, Khaled for his album, Khalid for his album, and Triple Excitation yeah, for this it's album. Just Khalid, SZA, SZA, SZA. He beat SZA for best soul for favorite soul and R&B album. He beat SZA. 
Wow. That's not based on that. Absolutely. is not based on album sale numbers. That's not based on impressions. That's not based on reach. That's not based on concerts. That's not based on tour. That's not based on other award ceremony nominations. That's not based on accolades. That's not based on any fucking thing other than he died. And somebody was like winners of this award in order from most recent to least recent Mm -hmm. from 2017 to 2010. To think about like X winning for seventeen, which is a rap album, mm-hmm. functionally. The last winners were Bruno Mars, Rihanna, The Weeknd, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Rihanna, Rihanna, and Usher. Boom! All R and B and soul. Exactly. Like, but, but there's a there's a rap category, category. correct? He's not even I nominated know, in. Honestly, there is there is a hip hop and rap category that he's not nominated in. Oh, I and, thought you I thought you were on their website. Am no, I, no, no. I I, I looked not, at. I it. am, but I don't have all the categories up in front of me right now. And then and then on top of that, on top of that, there's a category for favorite artist of soul and R and B. Guess who won? Khalid. So how does so... somebody win favorite artist for soul and R and B? But not favorite album for soul and R and B. How the fuck did Triple X win? Yeah, Twan, Twan put it best. It's contrived as fuck. Oh yeah, of course. It's Come contrived on. as fuck, and this is why I posted it. So this is this is what brings us back to the story. I posted that because it is obviously contrived. Like they really just want the clickbait. For off this nigga's death. It ain't got nothing to do with his album sales. It don't had nothing to do with how big his name is or popularity. Because again, if it was, the numbers would match. They just wanted to do it because we're showing respect to a black artist that some people seem to identify with that was murdered last year. We didn't do any real research into this motherfucker at all because we are a white on white music awards and we really don't care about black music like that. So, rap album was Post Malone, Beer Bogs, and Bentleys. Mm. The rap artist was Cardi B. Okay. Which, again, that's so fucking weird. Favorite rap artist does not win favorite album. That is The nominees were Cardi B, Post Malone, and Drake for the artist. K-Dot didn't get nothing. (laughs) Again, this this is why nobody watched the AMAs. At least they were in the rap category. Right. At least they were. Check this out, though. The three nominees for favorite rap hip-hop album were Post Malone, Scorpion and Love is Rage 2 by Uzi. Uh, wow. Love is Rage. Wow. Just oh, absolutely wow. I would have never picked that one specific album at all out of a list of all of the albums that came out within the qualifying time period. Again. Is the one that would get him not. Like Nicki didn't get nominated. Nope. Obviously, I think Kendrick's album is probably too old to get nominated, but like. Bruh, X- Triple Extentations album came out last year in August. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And SZA's album is not like that that new. It's not. It sure ain't. It ain't. So these like all of this shit doesn't. It, it's clearly an industry push, right? They clearly just like here's this. You gonna make this person wins this category. This person wins this category. Awards. It's not based on anything. It's not based on anything besides the fact of maybe we could draw up some controversy or get more views if we make this person win. That's the Absolutely. only thing they based it on. So when I made the post today, it was in the ridiculousness of his album even being in that category. It didn't have anything to do with how popular this motherfucker is because he's not that fucking popular because his album ain't really doing numbers like that despite him being dead. You sell more when you dead, well, he's still gold. All right? Nigga ain't even broke platinum, but he dead. 
According to something I read, both of his albums did go platinum, but both of them went platinum in August, which is two months after he died. <laughs> and I have a feeling that that is that. The know. thing I read on Wikipedia yeah, is you always, shit went you always get this. You always get this. I mean, Ray Charles' shit went number one. Ray Charles had albums from the 50s go number one when he died. Yeah, it, it always happens because people go back and listen to your music. Like, it just, and, it just he, is. I mean, but he's not, like, even when you bring up, the, for example, the Biggie and Pac, like, even after they passed, like, their music to 2018 right now is still being played, like, worldwide. Like, yeah, like, yeah, recognized instantly. Nobody is not, nobody's not going to remember him. Teriyaki, 10... Ten toes down, they're not gonna remember him. Like it's it's all the hype and all that stuff, and you know, a couple of months at the most, they're gonna be like, "Who's that? What happened? I can't remember. Who's that again?" And a lot of the hype is artificial at that. Like it's people exactly. acting like it's people acting like there's this huge hype behind him, but really it's only like four niggas talking, and they just like really really academics. Lie. Right. Oh. They're just really, really fucking loud. He's so corny. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the worst. Let me so see. Fucking corny. October seventeenth. Nobody cares. It just what the first, Why are we even having an argument about this? Right. So, so that that's my thought at this point. When and so when I posted that post, same dude days later jumps in the post and talking about nigga. I told you, motherfucker, you didn't tell me shit. You didn't tell me shit, dog. This post wasn't even about his popularity. It was about the acidiness of the white ass AMAs, not even realizing that his shit is a rap album. Like it's it, he sings on the hooks. That does not at all make it soul or RB. It is a fucking rap album. As a person who actually liked the album and listened to the album multiple times, I can assure you that 21 minute album is a rap album. I forgot that shit was so damn short. Bruh. Mm-hmm. I listened to it three times on a 15-minute ride wait, wait, wait. to Baltimore. His album, the first one got nominated and won that award, right? Not the most recent one. Is the most recent one the one that won or the next no, one? The, the one that came out the one, the 17 is the one that came out before Question Mark. And that's the one that won the award. Right. That's weird as fuck. As fuck, dog. Like, it's all weird. It's all orchestrated. It's bullshit, and it's really white people riding the wave of a kid murdered by gang violence who was also out here kidnapping and beating women and torturing them while they was pregnant and threatening to injure them using a fucking grill cleaner. Oh, and also said that um, all dark-skinned women um, need to die. I remember that quote, too. Oh, cool. That's good. Mm-hmm. Like, if you feel like you defending anything about this kid, just assume that you in the fucking wrong. But back to my original point, you just fucking confused thinking that it was about me talking about his popularity. It wasn't. It was about how fucking stupid the AMAs are. Mm-hmm. It didn't have nothing to do with his popularity because I don't like talking about this kid. At this point, I don't. I don't condone gang violence, but I also don't condone his fuckery while he was here. And I definitely don't think it's cool that people have tried to make it seem like he was just this innocent kid that needed time to grow. Because that's fucking bullshit. It's grown-ass adults our age saying that stupid-ass shit who wasn't even aware of what the fuck their kids was listening to or who their kids think are icons. Then when y'all kids commit suicide, y'all don't understand what was going on, but it's because you didn't have any fucking radar 
on what was happening with them. They're listening to this little fucker and he's out here just abusing people and saying shit left and fucking right. And y'all like, oh, my he, my kid cried when he died. I'm like, bruh, then it's time for you to sit down and have a conversation with your child. Because that's not somebody that they should have been idolizing or looking up to. This kid who rapped about struggling with depression after he was beating the shit out of women. Are you serious? Nah. They need to, and, now we're, and now that we're actually aware of it, this isn't like back in the day where you could be like, we got to read about it in somebody's biography to know that it was happening. No, that information is readily fucking available. As soon as these niggas fuck up, that shit is everywhere. It's on Instagram. It's in the news. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. It's everywhere. Court documents. Right. We got all the information that we need, all the proof that we need. There's no reason for us to be like, oh, well, the, the kids worship him. The kids don't worship him. It's a small group of them. If the kids worshiped him, his shit would be flying like that. It's not. You're not seeing videos being played everywhere. You're not hearing his music being on a bunch of fucking soundtracks. I bet you can't name one song from this nigga. If he that popular, why you can't name one fucking... Niggas hate Drake, but can name 10 Drake songs. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that's popularity. Nigga, that's worship. Absolutely. So, and this whole, I just did... Also, another thing, I gotta, I, I gotta address this, because I'm so sick of people saying this stupid shit. You just did the whole you just want to win an argument or you just want to be right. That's a real dumb statement. It's dumb because I don't think anybody walks into a conversation or a debate going, well, I know my opinion is stupid, but I feel really strong about it. And I'm probably going to lose this argument. Nobody fucking does that. Your opinion you feel is your opinion. You feel you fucking right. That shit is some real defeated shit when you are having a conversation with someone and you go, man, you just want to be right. Nigga, so do you. What the? What conversation are you having when you don't think you're right? You don't want to be right. Who the fuck? You just want to win. Of course you want to win. That's why you keep trying to prove to me what I said I didn't understand. That wasn't me screenshotting our conversation and putting them all through that thread. That was you. I didn't need to prove shit. I know what the fuck I said. So I don't even understand why we taking it to that point. You need to win. Trust me, I ain't winning no fucking conversation with somebody I don't know, don't hang out with, ain't family, ain't my peoples, and ain't never met. What the fuck am I winning? Freedom from this thread that I keep getting updates for. I didn't came in the thread, said my piece, and bounced. I keep getting updates about you posting new stuff in the thread. Like y'all trying to, you trying to keep this thread alive the same way you claim niggas trying to keep him alive. What the fuck, bruh? And the reason I'm doing this on the podcast is I don't feel like typing all of this shit out. Because for some reason, I have learned that if you even type stuff out to where niggas can read it multiple times, they still don't read it. In corporate America, I have sent people multiple emails saying the exact same thing, moving words around, because they don't read. So I'm not surprised that when I'm in a thread talking about some shit that y'all ain't read what the fuck I said. I'm not surprised. I just be like, well, it's there if they ever want to actually go back and read what the fuck I said. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the whole point we writing it the first time. But it does absolutely nothing for my day to see a thread like that and then have to go in and go, well, actually, I hate doing that shit. Especially for fucking triple extentation. Yes, there are some threads where I'm trolling. I like trolling. Sometimes it's fun to troll. Like, I just get a good laugh. 
because people are just so damn silly that I feel there's no reason to be serious about the conversation we having. But Triple X TTT is not one of them niggas. Like, I still don't know how to say this nigga name properly. That's how unimportant he is. <laughs> I ain't taking the time to go look to, to even type his shit into Google speech to hear how it gets pronounced by a white woman. I don't know how to say this nigga's name. I don't give a fuck about his music. I think it's fucking stupid that we're having any type of conversation. And frankly, if you are trying to act like he was on the level of Pac and Big, that's what I mean by going up for the nigga. You really threw him up there, sir. Like you didn't have to toss him up there that far. He don't deserve it. He didn't earn it. And he ain't there. Mm-hmm. We not, we, we, and even if... Even if I'm wrong about the platinum album, let's say he did go platinum. Let's say that album did go platinum. Let's say he had two albums that went platinum. Two albums that went platinum. Yip the fucking do, nigga. 50 Cent had multiple albums that went platinum in less than seven days. He's still not as culturally relevant as Big and Pac were when they when they passed away. Just ain't. He will never be there. Yeah. He, nigga, he's not as culturally relevant as Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa is still eating off black and yellow. Like this man does not, this man does not have a song that he could eat off of. Like one song, he does not have one song that is in commercials, is in movies, is sung by white people in the top forty at club night. Like he does not have that track. If he was alive today, there's no song on that 17 or that question joint that he could eat off. Other, I mean, to the point where other rappers have even shouted him out and his album still ain't pushing it like that. There still ain't a song that you can sing. There's no song of his that you will hear playing in fucking Subway while them artists is working on your sandwich. Some artists. You stupid as shit. <laughs> they are artists. Right? They call themselves artists, man. I just, Sandwich. I ain't artists. never understood it, but they call themselves artists. I thought they just put guac <laughs> on my shit. <laughs> I get that y'all have, like, you can have your fucking opinion. I really don't care, man. And I'm not out to win no fucking verbal battle with y'all niggas on Facebook. I really ain't. I'm here to do a podcast. I made that group so everybody could be social in the group. If we want to converse and have differing opinions, that's fine. Like, that can happen. But there are some opinions that are just so fucking stupid, I'm not going to tolerate them. I can't personally tolerate them. Other people might agree with you. I don't. And to the other nigga who was talking about why is Vic Mensa speaking on, why is Vic speaking on extentation instead of speaking on somebody that's alive, bro, you, you just in there being dumb. Like, when everybody is coming for you, you wrong. I mean, usually. Everybody. Jack's coming for you. Anissa came for you first. That's how you knew you fucked up. Yeah, that's all. If Anissa come for you first, you fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. I ain't even had to say nothing. I ain't even... I, I, God, I love having her in the group. I ain't even got to say nothing sometimes. <laughs> I read her say some shit, and I'm just like, well, that was handled properly. Gonna have to give her a bonus this year. Above and beyond every <laughs> single time. Roast queen, dragon queen, y'all need to chill. Point blank. The mother of dragons. Point blank. Felicity, the mother of dragons. Yeah, exactly. And my man feels like he wasn't, you know, my other dude, he feels like KW feels like he wasn't supporting him. That's fine if you feel that way. I'm telling you, we don't agree on this argument. You can thumb up me. You can tell me I need to go back and read some shit. You can, my G, all that shit. You can put all that shit in the comments. It really don't mean nothing to me. 
but I will fucking clarify since when I write it, it just ain't legible for some reason or whatever. Fuck him. Fuck that bullshit ass white ass AMA award that don't mean shit. And fuck this opinion that he might be up there on the level of Pac and Big. That's straight up, that is the fucking poster child definition of a fucking opinion. Because it ain't no fact to it. Nigga up there with Pac and Big. Like you just jumped him up all types of levels. What fucking elevator were you using when you came up with this? What like what what the fuck, man? He's man, just like when we bigged up Pac and Big. Nigga, they was already icons and then they died. <laughs> Biggie was literally working on an album about to put it out and he died in the middle of it. <laughs> Niggas was like he didn't even get to finish the album, dog. Like we needed that third album. He just did a stellar double disc. It will live on in infamy, my nigga. It will live on forever. Forever. We just lost one of the greatest rappers of all time. When niggas say that about Triple X, motherfuckers go, who? Corny. That shit is wild. I, I, <laughs> it's opinion. I ain't never say it, man. Yo, I swear to God. I'm like, bruh. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to live my New York Comic Con life and do these interviews, dog. I'm really not trying to do this. Really not trying to do this because it's stupid. We can have an argument over the best apple, and that'd be more important to me than this shit. God damn! I'm <laughs> just like, what the fuck, bro? Corny. It. That's all it is. It's, and I didn't use the word corny. I used the word basic. It's fucking yeah, basic. It's that's basic. The basic. It's fucking basic. <laughs> We having a basic ass discussion right now. One of the reasons I don't be on Twitter like that no more. Niggas be having real basic ass discussions. Basic. Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, Deidre, you coming to New York Comic Con next time since I'm at Asian Bay? Yes. Listen, Asian Bay. Uh, he's so cute. Y'all thirsty. God damn, black women thirsty. Y'all thirsty as fuck. He's adorable. Y'all are thirsty. How tall is he? He's like, um, I guess if I'm like five, he like five ten. Okay. Yeah, he ain't. He's not that tall. He's not much taller than me. He's like an inch taller than I am. But I seen him. He in the leather jacket, the hair rolled. I'm like, that's that. That's Andrew. That's Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Come here, Andrew. What's good, nigga? What you doing out here, nigga? This a comic con event. What you doing here? No, nah, he was cool as shit, though. He, you know, took the picture. I'm like, cool. Got a picture of him. Met him. He was dope. Mm-hmm. I posted the picture and the, the thirst. The fucking oh, wave. Oh, yeah, your shit thirst. blew the fuck up. Yeah, Yo, like. The wave of thirst. <laughs> the amount of comments <laughs> on my page. I felt, I felt like a, what's that? Uh, shade room. I felt like a shade room comment section. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, they was they was fiending. Like I was like, oh, you not Asian, babe. but yeah, I saw the thirst. What his hair smell like? Did you give him my number? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I think that shit is currently at like five hundred and some likes, or whatever. Like, bro, I love that. What does his hair smell? What like? does his hair smell like? 
Why do y'all think he would let me get that close? And it's like, why would I want to get that close? Like, I don't. The, you know what the you know what the camera allows me to do? Keep my distance. <laughs> There's always a camera between me and you, so you ain't getting but so close. It's like I don't want to get that close. Five hundred and seventy-seven likes. Let me see some of these comments. Oh, Mo- most of them are just thirst eyes. I'm a, the, the hearts over the eyes now is called thirst eyes. Somebody actually <laughs> quoted what we said in the review. 99 problems, but a blowout ain't one. That's what me and Twan was going <laughs> off on them. <laughs> oh, Somebody told me to ask him for his Twitch. I don't know what that was about. What's Twitch? The gaming uh, platform where people you watch people play video games. Maybe that nigga be playing Far Cry on Twitch or something. I guess. I don't know. Supposedly, he got interviewed at the Marvel booth while he was there. That's I, I'm pretty sure that's where he was coming from when I ran into him. Because mm. I was out there taking pictures of cosplayers. I took... Man, it's so crazy. Like, Chris is absolutely right. There, there's, there's always times when I'm at Comic-Con where I'm like, yo, I'm going to run downstairs to get something real quick. And I've been carrying my camera equipment all day. So I'm like, I'm not going to bring my camera. And Chris will look at me and he'll go, you know, if you don't take your camera, you're going to run into somebody, right? And you're not going to be able to get that picture. And they were right. It never fucking fails. Damn. So that was, that was funny. That's how it is, man. That is, it's wild like that. But yeah, Asian, hopefully I sent him, he asked me for the picture. He, they use it in an article. That was written about him. Okay. So um, we got the shout out for that picture. They shouted out his article. Sent him an email. Told him we had a podcast. Told him I hope to see him next season on Insecure. So hopefully, maybe he'll yeah. reach back out. You made the right moves regardless. Yep. Told him if they needed a photographer, I'll have him. Mm-hmm. I got these lenses. I got to use them. Okay. That was bomb, though. It was, it was interesting. Man... Hey, where do we donate to save Chance, the rapper? What did he do now? My man tried to ride with Kanye West, and it's just not been going well for him. Nigga, let's talk about this, because I listened to this whole interview. The only thing I saw with him him talking about the, I guess, the collab album. Okay, so, 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 Twan, did you listen to that, or did you listen to the one where he's talking with Joe Buttons about Rich? Cause I want to talk about both. I, I I don't think I finished the whole one with Rich. Okay, so let me play the Rich one first because it's shorter. I think. You know, I think he. I mean, I I put my comment about how I felt about him in the in the group jump. <laughs> the the, the hop and fence and shit. Yeah, I, I, I think Chance need to go ahead. And just but I want to get back to that thing. Kanye thing you said get about him, him being the greatest musical living legend. Yeah, come on, more get that nigga. Do you really feel that way, Bob? Like he's the well, greatest he living. He felt that way. <laughs> Did you guys listen to uh, the college dropout? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of? Cool, what kind of? <laughs> he it's, said it's, it's so casual. It's, like, it's a straight up setup question. That's what it's it is. It's a setup question. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I, I think I stumbled upon it at one point. Okay. Yes. Did y'all yes. listen to the late registration? Wait, 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 wait. wait. I want him to keep going. Yes, we did. Okay. 
Bam, it's your boy Gangsta Gibbs. Where's my motherfucking 40 acres, America? Where's my 40acres.com? Fuck with me.